Hello, and welcome to the Emotive Pixels podcast. This is our episode for Gone Home. Before Take we get... St- <laughs> <laughs> Take 22! <laughs> Before we get started, please be aware that all of our podcasts are extremely spoiler-heavy, though we will do our best not to spoil things other than Gone Home. For our introductions, Zing. we'll give our names and give a brief talk about our first experience away from home again. <laughs> Now that we all know each other's story. <laughs> but you, the listeners, don't know. I'm Will Atkinson. My little story was talking about I left home and joined the army, and one of the things I remember is my first night away in the barracks, staring up at the underside of somebody else's bunk bed, thinking, like, what have I done? What am I doing here? That and, sounds terrifying. And to my left is... My name's Alberto, uh, and the first time, one of the first times that I moved away from home was when I decided to move from Austin, Texas to Pullman. I decided to move out of my mom, like living with my mom, and moved in with my dad and my stepmom, as Nate said earlier. Biggest mistake ever. Then I, of course, Because like, of the popo. And... Well, the, we get into that one. There was police. And so then I went to college, Spoilers. of course, and moved out. And then the during official the summers, moving out. But then the official, like, everything moved out. Was late summer of 2011, where the the popo were involved. Oh, so you weren't kidding? No, no, no that's okay. a real no, thing. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. All right, it, we it need is, to get to this. Cool. It's yeah, true, we, we do. If it somehow like fits in with the podcast, or just at some point if I get more inebriated, which we'll, we'll, we'll get there. All right, we'll find that. <laughs> Look, I I need caffeine before I get more alcohol. Hi, my name is Esteban. I am new to the podcast. See, the last time I did that, I got cheers. I was drinking. Oh, sorry. Yay! <laughs> I had something in my mouth. Sorry. Yeah, my moving out story is similar to everyone else's. I moved out for college in Iowa. I was born and raised in Puerto Rico, so that was. Uh, I specifically chose the college which was furthest away from my parents' house as humanly possible. But again, I moved back home, and then officially, officially moving out was for my second job for my professional career in uh, Alabama. To my left is... Uh, my name is Brian, and uh, yeah, like everybody else, pretty much, my first time moving out was college. And then I did the typical broke college kid, uh, moving back home for a couple of years until I got a job, in which case I actually then finally had money to move out and get my own place. Was that up here in... No. In Boston? No. This is my first time out here. Oh, nice. Same here. I grew up in New Jersey. Ooh, I didn't know that. Holler. So I just I just went to New Jersey oh, recently. Oh, it was a, from there. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely place, surprisingly. No, nobody says that. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody says that. Well, oh, I say that. Yeah, oh, we don't count. What? Never mind. Okay. Hey, I I drove through. Mm. I'm pretty much a tourist. You are absolutely a tourist. Boosh. <laughs> the definition of tourist. Oh yeah. And Megan, you know what we do with tourists. Okay, my name is <laughs> Megan. <laughs> I did not move out for college because I went to the UW and lived in Seattle. <laughs> Over there. Yay. It gets interesting. Um, <laughs> I moved out after college with some friends. It did not last more than eight months. There were big sweaty men remodeling kitchens. <laughs> it was horrible. No, no. Phrase it like you could go. I don't yes. I can't remember big how I phrased it before. Big sweaty men. So I was <laughs> you couldn't go in the man cave? I was basically <laughs> renting a room. I couldn't use the kitchen because the big sweaty <laughs> I'm sorry, okay, the rest of it, I was not allowed in the living room, and I was not allowed in the I, basement, which was called the man cave. I, I think what Alberto is trying to get at is the original phrasing of this story goes something like, 
I was paying one third of their rent, rent and, I, and I was stuck in a single really tiny room. Because that she was not allowed to use the kitchen <laughs> yes. or some of the other rooms. Whatever. Or anywhere else. So she was basically a pet. The well, and I, got locked pet. Out of, I got locked out of the bathroom a lot. That's we hilarious. shared a bathroom. That sounds horrible. This, this, nice. this is like the <laughs> story of a pet. You are not allowed to use Literally, the story wow. of a pet. It like, really is. A dog learning the rules of a A bathroom house. is an inalienable human right. Especially if you pay rent. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You should have taken them to judge you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I moved out and moved back home into the mother-in-law apartment with my own living room and kitchen, and I finally moved out to my own place uh, four months ago. Question: Did you? Are you also locked out of your own kitchen? Are there sweaty men there to well? adopt a pet so that you could inflict the same things that you <laughs> emotional like, trauma? You're not allowed in this kitchen. <laughs> Just Man, like I wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> did not do that. My name is Nate Stevens. Uh, I moved out for college, where I traveled halfway across the country on a journey to become not a shy introvert, uh, to mixed results. Uh, and then I moved back after college, much like Brian. It was horrible. My family fell apart. And then I was like, fuck that. And then I moved in with Alberto back in Seattle again. About, about a year after I moved back, yeah. I think. And I think... That segues us into actually talking about the game. Oh, all right. Um, so we normally start these off, and I think Esteban was going to do the honors of kind of giving us a brief synopsis, synopsis wait, wait. of the game. I have a question before we start. Excuse me. Would this be better <laughs> as a racing game? <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe. Oh, Brian, that's yeah, personal. Yeah. <laughs> I did not want an answer to that question. So, God Home is a an exploration game to which Brian will say nothing because I'll punch him if he does. <laughs> I will reserve judgment until <laughs> All right. Till a later time. So oh, what do you mean? The listeners can feel the judgment. The judgment is real, guys. Gun Home is an exploration game. You play as this member of a family that has been Oh, we don't know her. Does anybody remember her name? I do not remember oh, her name, I which just, is why I just said member of the yeah. family. Sam is the youngest Jay- person. St- uh, Katie. Katie. Katie, yes. Katie. Right. The book says, do we know the last name? No. Uh, but what's the younger sister's name? Sam? Yeah. Yes. yes. We know yeah, the yeah. family's name. Samantha, yeah. Um, yes. The Greenbriers. Oh, the Greenbriars. Green Green yeah. yes. So the mother is Jean. Right. And the father's an alcoholic. I mean, he has a name, I'm sure. Taylor, right? <laughs> he or, he has issues. We'll get to that. Yeah, he does. Um, that's so, a family photo. Right? But I'm not 100%. So you play as Katie Greenbrier, a 20-something girl that has been uh, She's abroad for a year in Europe. And kind of spontaneously decided to come back home. And since this is the the, the early 90s that we're talking about... Mid-90s. Oh, Mid-90s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. mid-90s 96, that we're talking about. Cell phones weren't really a thing. So she either sends a... It's the mid-90s. All right, it's the yeah, mid-90s. It's There's cassette tapes and happiness. Oh, God. <laughs> and also rain. And yes, it was, binders. Yes, it was the mid nineties. Stop talking about three Yes, it was the mid nineties because they they eventually talked about uh, Don't Ask Don't Tell, which was in in oh, and Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was like a nineties and two thousands and no, but the, the but introduction of it and okay. they were talking about an N six or a Nintendo yes. as being yeah, like the um, reason why yeah, the younger that. sister. But that was in their childhood. Has Nintendo games and she was playing. Yeah, yeah, wait, 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 we're 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 doing the. But anyways, thing. yes, yeah. mid nineties is the point. All right, so mid nineties and cell phones aren't really a thing, so she has to call back home on a landline, and her parents, uh, you know, don't really answer because they're out having fun. We'll get to that one later. Yeah. Fun. And she just 
flies back home and uh, is eventually gets back into her house and notices Ooh. that no one is really there. Not the house she lived in. Yes, not the house she lived in because the 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 family moved in the middle. That is true. Here, while yeah. she was oh, well, so an unknown are you, house were you aware of this? Wow, that's news to me. Oh, wow. I was going to say, you looked like you didn't know. Yeah, that, that's, that, she mentions it many times. That's why the other yeah. things are yeah. Is Will like weird? Will, Will wasn't aware? She's like totally you know what? Let's, we'll not, <laughs> let's not jump Will's bones because I, will, I guarantee at this point uh, in the game, he was like, what the fuck did Nate have? I really want to get that. I really want to start hearing grievances because this is part of the game. So the game opens in the, like, Right inside of the house, you are presented with the fact that the front door is locked, and you need to find your way in. Your luggage is right there too. To so give us a whole yes, which you oh. fairly decide to just leave and, and yeah, you just you just leave on the front door and you walk yeah, I had in a big problem with that. and you I tried start. To move it inside. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to open it. Yeah, I didn't care what was in it. I was just like, I don't leave it up there. Yeah, well, who the hell? But anyways, continue with the summary. Right. I so, do. I'm lazy, and I have ten butlers. <laughs> <laughs> you see that house they're living in? Oh, yeah, they're made of money. No, massive. It's made a, of money. It was a rundown game that they got. Yeah. The house was given. I mean, it was haunted, but still. But it was given to them. But it comes, to the haunted houses come with butlers. It's okay. just a fact. <laughs> also, there was a time when people did just kind of give people as property. One or another. Yeah, it's called the 90s when the economy was fine. Happy times. <laughs> Nicely done, Albert. They, <laughs> they didn't buy it at all, did they? Didn't the uncle or... or uh, the uncle died and he bequeathed it to, yes. to, the, to the family. Oh, wow, <laughs> okay. I missed a bunch of this. What? Wow. This is interesting. This is I'm telling you. Because you raced like, through, Will, you I, raced I, through yeah, the, yeah, Will, the game. Will was I, was, like, I think one of the things okay. we need to talk about is approaches to this game. Because I was debating how much to inform you guys before you started the game. Like, I think what I told you was, don't think of it so much as a game. But Which I wasn't sure if you I should really... I pretty much, whatever you told me, I See, no, but, there's nothing you can really say. I immediately when I started playing the game. Well, Alberta, you know, you're just so, sm a smart dude. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's finish the summary yeah. and we'll get... Then we'll start oh, yeah. back to <laughs> Sorry. Alright, so we, we get into the house and we, we don't find anybody. We actually have to find a key, a spare key somewhere, because this, since this is a house that we've never been in, we don't, we don't have a key to the house. We have to find the, the key, get into the house... And we're trying to figure out, you know, where our family is. Where, where's our mom and dad? Where's our sister that we love? You know, where is everybody? It's 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 raining outside. It's, there's actually a big thunderstorm coming coming along. Um, there's a national weather service announcement on the TV. You know, all that jazz. And we we get to explore the house and and eventually find that our our sister is just not there. And we're trying to figure out where she is, and we're really concerned about her. Parents aren't there. Either. The parents aren't there. We eventually find out why, though. They're, we'll they're just, so you kind of find out where she is. What are, where yeah. are the parents? The yeah, parents are I in a retreat. Yes. Oh, they are right. having marital problems. They were having marital that. problems, and they are in a retreat. They, they were supposed to go to a wedding that which is weekend, actually. And they, right. and they on yes. the calendar, With they're, they're going on a vacation, like, you know, Fam you know, time away for just right. them. I remember that. Yeah, yeah you find. Yeah, but okay. it's really you find out that they're having marital problems and they're going away to like some kind of you know those counseling right. things. To just because yeah. the some sex the, therapy or something. Yeah, yeah. Just a place to. Do we know what the mother weekend. does? Does she just stay she, at home? She has no, affairs she works, mostly. Um, she works at a park. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Yeah, she works at the. She works spying on that handsome forestry dude. The forestry. I'm not sure she's spying. Ranger Rick. Highly legitimate man. I love that he's right. And the father is a author. The, the father is a writer. He's a struggling <laughs> author. He does, occasionally he's struggling. Done, occasionally struggling. He's done... Uh, he has two novels out. 
of very well, he had odd had subjects. Yeah, he's pretty much a conspiracy nut as far as... No, they're fiction. They're not really... Like, he's not... Oh, okay. They're yeah, so they're, they're pop. They're yeah, fiction, yeah. but a conspiracy group finds them and wants him to republish it because Because there's someone going back in time. Because they yes. believe that, like, what he's written like, oh, is true. to their cause. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, so the, the overall outline of these two novels is that this guy receives messages from the future and he has to, like, save JFK in the first one, and the second one, it's something else. Oh, you thought it to actually go that deep yes, into it. Yeah. I, I lost <laughs> Yeah, I started to, and then I, I was just like, game. this got so boring, <laughs> I was just like, okay, whatever, and I threw the book. Alright, so the, kind of the rest of the summary really quickly is that... Well, you don't think he's doing a good job? You gotta cut over? Oh, so we want to get... <laughs> You're all cuttering uh, the summary. <laughs> so we, we eventually find that the parents are out in a, in a marriage retreat, and the sister has been uh, finding herself... There's a lot of indications the sister's going to be in the attic. Yes, there are a lot of indications that this is going to be in the attic. Some are not nice <laughs> indications. There, there are some some hints that that maybe she's not alive, alive in the attic. In the attic. In the I'm glad attic. I'm not the only one there. Okay. Yes, but we we do eventually get to the attic and we find out that she has uh, gone away with a very good friend of hers and started to live the life. Her romantic <laughs> partner. Yes. Oh, I love this game. What is her what, name? What was her Fucking hell. Name? Oh, Ronnie? Ronnie. Lonnie. Lonnie, Lonnie, sorry. There we go. Classic coming of, you know, 90s, she finds out that, you know, the sister comes to terms that she's gay and, you know, um, ends up going away with her um, partner. Yes. And her partner was originally supposed to go to the army. Yes. And, you know, she was... On the way. She on left. the way. Yeah, she actually left. She got into the bus and got to the first stop and she was like... I I don't want to do this. I want to go back to Sam. I want to you know I want to spend the rest of my life with Sam. So she stops in the the first place that she can. She calls Sam up, which is the same night that that Katie is supposed to come back home, and Sam goes out to to find her. I want to know what moment caught your attention, Will. Let me give you my quick experience with this game in general. So I started off game not thinking this you know. Being upset that this wasn't really a game, I didn't care. I knew we were just doing this for the podcast, so I was just going to speed run through it, right? It's being a dude, bro. Yeah, exactly. So I started the game off, and I ran up. I got to the point where I saw the lights, and she was in the attic, right? And then I was like, "Oh shit, I don't know how to get up there," right? Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started looking around, and I was upstairs already. And it it took me a little while before the first audio log came up, and actually oh. because I was up already upstairs, I hit like the fourth really? audio log yeah, first. You, and I was the like, first audio log, as soon as you go into the house and make a left, there's that little closet. Right I found there. it later. That's the first one. But I had run upstairs. I missed you everything. That, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I just assumed they, they came up in the same order, regardless of which I one. I got so, all no. of them in order, but two of them. So I discovered that it really did matter. I got them all in order. You got lucky. So I want to know about your experience. So as soon as I got that first one, I was like, it, it just threw me through a loop. Right, because all of a sudden I'm in the middle of a story. I didn't know what was going on, and then the audio logs were kind of out of nowhere. And we, you, you explain like the last two minutes of the game explains why you're having audio logs in the did first place. Did that enhance your experience, or do you feel if, At, you, if you had gotten them in order, it would have been would have been better, worse, or didn't matter? I think it would have been better if I had them in order. But I understand why I got them out of order, like because I was trying to shortcut the series, the the story. But once I started listening to them, and it's probably like, I listen to a lot of audiobooks and a lot of podcasts and stuff, so that kind of audio storytelling mechanism really hits home for me. And so that's when I first started being like, 
okay, I can kind of see what this is. And then once I started actually going along with it and started getting the rest of the audio logs, then I started understanding the story, and that's, the story started speaking to me. But the, the part that really drew me in is um, once, once they started talking about Lonnie, and way early in the story, they talked about Lonnie's ship-out date being the day before the story takes place. And yeah, I was like, missed that one. Yeah, oh. I had no idea any of the dates. I was like, wanted a timeline in front of me. I see, I knew that, but I didn't, didn't really, that. I was like, from what I was expecting the game to end, that actually made it worse for me. <laughs> really? Well, because I was expecting the ending to be what probably most people expecting the ending, which is to find something in the attic, you know, either the sister, both of them, the parents, somebody, but to find when you get up there and you find nothing and everybody's just about the ending. So, yeah, it's kind of how you guys hang out. Land, where everyone's like, just hanging out in the attic. About two-thirds Literally. of the way in, I fully expect this Sam in the attic with oh, her wrist. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought that. Like, so, bleeding so I, herself. Or I thought uh, the parents, because the parents were, there was the letter that Lonnie had written and she's like, you know, and, and it's just like, oh, I'm sorry, my parent, you know, my mother was so mean to you and then Lonnie's like, Oh, it's okay. You know, I expect that. At least you still have a relationship with your mother. You know, right. mine doesn't even... And I was like, oh, okay. So maybe they'll have, like, the parents killed the younger sister because they couldn't come to terms Holy with shit. their sister being Jesus. gay. What wow. the hell? Woo! You know, like, well, things that you hear, like, actual stories okay, that hell. happened in when those times were coming up. But, you know, like, in the 90s when you, you actually heard parents doing that stuff or kids doing that stuff to their parents, what? you know. But, like, it turned out, like, oh, okay, everybody's okay and whatever. <laughs> so... I'm pretty sure no. I'm, I'm actually curious if anyone thought this for a second or what. Nope. For me, I'm guessing no. For me, the ending was a shock for me because so like as I was playing the game, first off when I started playing, I was like something's gonna pop out of like every corner. So oh I'm no! Like, no, no, no. Like, when the lights like, turned like, out, going down that stair, I turned around so, and I, like screamed out so, loud. Yeah, like, so, like, yeah. so at first, like, for the longest time, I was like, okay, this game's kind of starting to freak me out. Then, like, more of the audio logs started coming along, and I was like, okay, I'm cool now, whatever, I, I fine, fine, fine. that, like, maybe but, you would, they would have... Some, some jump like, I scares. Thought, or I thought, like, maybe there'd be, like, a neighbor that... That's why your, your family's gone, because some neighbor came and, like, hmm. killed them or something. I don't think you have a neighbor. I think you were so in the middle yeah, of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, yeah, you were, yeah the house is described to be on the top of a hill... Haunted. Removed, yeah, haunted, yeah, well, removed a, from everyone, well, everything else. Too. Like, I heard, like, the younger sister was like, oh, you know, the kids are all at school or saying you live in this creepy haunted house. So I thought, yeah. okay, maybe the kids came and did something for the family. I love so it. I was like, they but, played us all then, like, like a sap. Ten well, minutes into the game, I was like, so I felt that way uh, too. No, so there's like, nothing going to go on in this game. I'm just going to have to just go through it. And... <sighs> so, like, when you get to a part where you find out where that secret room is right behind the stairs that go up, like, from the mm-hmm. foyer, you go in there, like, it's well, it's French. You're you're right. You just foyer. sounded so awkward saying it. Well, That's all. I feel awkward. I'm French. <laughs> just say foyer. It's a foyer. foyer. Say right? foyer no, confidently. No. Foyer. Yeah. Foyer. Anyway, foyer. anyway yeah. go on. <laughs> you go. Stop. You go back there, and there's a a table with like a, a star on it, oh. and a book about exorcism yes. and possession. And I saw that. And I was like, oh shit. I have to go to the attic now. Shit, this is gonna be like I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be like some possessed crew up there. I don't wanna see this. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And I go up there and it's nothing. I was like, oh. Oh. But like so like for so much of this game, I was so that's, like that's, I struck that's up one like getting to the end. Complaints about it is that they build all of this up. That you just expect, okay, at least throw something out there. At no. least something more no, than no, just no, nothing. No way, no, no, no. I'm glad that's no, no, no. I, actually, I love that they didn't do it. Yeah. And so I just, oh, so yeah. I have to admit, 
I'm not and saying Nate will know this better than anybody, up. but so I was playing the game. Yeah, this is the only thing that let Alberto I, finish this game. And I paused I paused the game because I thought, I'm, I was like, okay, I'm going to pause it right before I get up to the attic, or right before I get to the end of the attic, whatever, because I know something's going to pop out. So I paused it and I was like, hey, Nate, I think I'm almost done with the game. And it was only to get him into the room so I would have someone else with me there <laughs> if something did pop out. And then that so happens, I was like, someone would hear you oh. scream? And for some reason, having someone else in the room makes it less scary for me. Because he's why. a bitch. I am. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I, he was like, I'm almost done. It's, it's like, like the YouTube reaction videos. Oh! <laughs> Red Wedding, what? Oh! <laughs> I, I completely enjoyed that cathartic release at the end. That yeah. you oh my find God, out yeah. that she's fine, that everything, like there's nothing wrong. She's alive. Single she's manly happy. tear. It, yeah. it was it, yeah, it was like, a very heart wrenching moment. Nah, I, I was bawling. <laughs> oh really? Oh. That spot. Nice. Where I didn't realize it flipped be from being off. dead to run away. Just uh, that's awesome. And then the other point. So he has feelings. That's right? so cool. Oh, Holy shit! So, feelings. A, a lot of the story. Stop talking about. Them. A lot of the big conflict in this story for me was. Thinking about Lonnie's point of view, right? Yeah. So um, they talk in the story about how she grew up in a family that military experience was super important for her. And she grew up her entire life. She was in the ROTC. She had her life planned out ahead of her. She knew what she was going to do. She was going to join the military. And over the course of the game, the girls kind of figure out that they're into the gay lifestyle. Was she gay before? Do we ever get that? No. Did they both no, discover? I, they both. I, I actually, I have a feeling that it might have actually been Lonnie who had like was more comfortable was, with it. Yeah, I was more out. I think they both discovered discover because there was a point. No, where, I think they both discovered as well. But they're at the club, and like you know, Lonnie's a singer in, in that band, and then. She, you know, she, Sam, she had already come out by that point. No, because Sam like goes up to her after a thing, and they kind of like have like a like a moment. And then the next note or like journal, it's like Sam's like, oh, I don't know, I don't think Lonnie, you know, likes me. And then Lonnie kind of doesn't like go in, and then Sam's like looks at her, and then they have the first kiss. So I was like, yeah, both of them. Wait, I thought that, that was after she dyed her hair. That's when they kissed. I thought. Why? Like, when she like looks at her and she's like, you're so beautiful. I'm not. They didn't kiss. That was when she you start realizing that she realizes that there's more to it. Oh, than okay. Yeah. Before she was just like, this is someone I want to yeah. be friends with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a really good friend. Yeah. And after. Can yeah, we talk talks about this experience about uh, you know turns. Sam dying dying Lonnie's hair? It's like a very personal experience. She's like she was touching my head, and I've never been so uh, close to someone. So the, you find the hair dye, and it walking oh, in on that shit. scene. Oh, that! They, they was with me when, that, when I saw that. I, like, I saw the red, and I was like, "Oh was shit. Like, shit!" And then it's like, "Nope, calm down." And I, I, look, I was like, "Oh." What? Well, you, you, so you walk into the bathroom and you see these these red stains in in yeah. the bathtub and you, you and you're already was, starting to think this girl is dead. That, that, yeah. you know that someone died in here. I think that was the closest they got to poking fun at the whole fact that pretty yes. much everyone playing this game, especially in 2013, was like, "Where's the jump scare?" LOL. <laughs> Stuff and, like and that. And then right as you walk in, like there is a an audio journal right there that yeah. explains, "Oh, oh this yeah. is actually hair dye, by the way." And then yeah. you find yeah, the dye bottle. I was, I was and then, to think, I'm like, I don't remember being well, that, like, well, then, thinking that was, and I'm like, okay, that's why. Yeah. Actually, there was, like, it went right into the journal. Yeah, yeah, like, it went right into the journal. That annoys me. If that's you're not, like, listening and no. attaching what you're seeing to what you're listening to, then you have that momentary, like, can we, that blood, and you're like, so actually, talking about something important. I, I, I listened to the audio 
tape or like that journal before I even saw the red. Oh. So I, I still was like after I read that I was like, okay, cool, they like they dyed hair or whatever, but I didn't expect that it was gonna be like a stain. Alberto was blonde. He's like, yeah, so that oh, dyed hair. Thought, it doesn't do that. No. Well, I mean, like, you can clean it up if you clean it up immediately. Like, it's fine. Yeah, but it wouldn't but look like that anyway. It wouldn't look like that. It, it was just meant to, to look like blood. That, yeah, like, that much to be. No, this, even even if you do it a lot, and even if you leave it in right. the tub, it's not going to sink in. My my problem was, I thought yeah. that that audio diary happened weeks before present yes. time, right? Yes. So yes. why is yeah. that hair dye still yeah. it, in the it tub? Was, it was done as a week way to make fun of the fact that you were expecting people to be dead. There's right. thing that we're, we played that, uh, <laughs> that don't you make... You said played, so it's a game. Yeah. No, you can play other Mate, they played us like a sap. There's, a, there's a million parts of this, you know, that, that don't make sense. Like, she goes and finds a key to get in the locked front door, but yet she's never been to the house before, so how is she going to know where to look? And she happens to go, because like... Because she's looking just like you are. You're just poking around. You're like, well, there's I, well, I gotta get in this house I mean, somehow. Be some fair, yeah, you're the one moving her around. In fact, that's one of the most, like... That's one of the moments where you're most in sync with the character. No idea where the door key is. All I did is I, I went, but like, you know, and I found the first cover that was outside and, fa- and found the thing and broke it and got the key. But then I'm like, couldn't any burglar who wanted to go in the house just... That's the whole point of hiding the key outside. This is the 90s. Wait, wait, wait. This is the Midwest. You grew up in Joycey. No, this is Portland. Unrelated. Portland in the 90s was like... Dust balls and what, oh what do you call those? Dust balls. Tumbleweeds. Yeah. Tumbleweeds. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah, thank you. There's I'm just kind of curious why she says, don't come looking. Is she worried, even after she's accepted it of herself, that her sister won't approve? Because to me, that's what makes it no. makes wait, me wonder wait, wait, which... that she's dead the whole time. Because at the, yeah. that first note on the door is, is don't, don't, poop, don't, don't peek, me. don't look for me. And you're going... Okay, if you just said, I'm not here or whatever, I yeah. wouldn't be so worried. And then there's also a note further along that says, you know, don't worry about the stuff that's missing. Yeah, and like, don't try to find hell? me. And even in the last one, you find her, they're like, we're happy together, don't look for us. And I'm like, dude, happy, I want to know about it. Why aren't you coming yeah, so home and that's telling what me? They just, I don't know, it just, I don't, is that it just seems like they... I, I think it is. So the, it's they're they're fucking teenage girls. I was just going to say that. I think it's a very adolescent mindset of it where it's like, they're both very young. They're, I mean, they're just entering in adulthood. I mean, they're just like in this. I don't think any of their high, parents would like, be okay with more, any of this. I can no, see yeah, them they, not okay. telling their parents, but no. the sister that she loves. But you can't live a lifestyle just, like that without lazy yeah. story a clean break. I don't what? No, it's not. Absolutely not. Some way to, to continue to make you feel that oh something's gonna happen. Like like yeah. So they get the reaction that Alberto had, where it's like okay, I'm going to the attic, and something's gonna happen. So I'm. I'm all, you know, like... But that was my own jump. doing. That wasn't the no, game No, that's because the game it. put these things in you. Don't find me. You know, don't, you know, like, don't no. don't worry about the things no. that are missing. But there are two they interpretations. Keep keep, they, yeah. Wait, hang on. Hang on this. just a second. Can we talk about so, the voice acting in this game? I thought that those voice diaries, like, I think a lot of this game's success was pretty contingent for me upon the voice acting being mm-hmm. so damn good. That like, those that those logs too. being like, read? I don't know. The, the, the voice acting was okay. What do you mean it was okay? What? He's not going to say anything. Do you just wait, hate wait, wait, this wait. game? Do you have a single positive <laughs> comment? Can we get that over with now? A hey, single positive This game, hey, the voice hey, acting hey, was hey, so hey, good. I like positive you stuff. To, I if mean, you need a reminder, I want you to go back and listen to Heavy Rain. So oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Brian is the will of that podcast. Oh, that's true. Hey, I thought you were going to say, go back to Heavy Rain and listen to the voice acting in that horrible game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, all right. Did, did you want to... 
one compared to that voice acting, this is amazing. This voice acting is so good. Compared to Heavy Rain. About Heavy Rain, you need to listen to Heavy Rain, where we each get five minutes dedicated to venting or supporting the game. In seriousness, it just seemed like there was a lot missing from this game that other indie games, and it's not. I'm not talking about it has to be some fancy. Trust me, I like a lot of indie games better than I like like full polished AAA games. But this game just lacked a lot of things to me. I don't know. See, I think that's just so, expectations. Like I played it, I played it, and I was almost upset about what you're saying because I I walked around and the candles were everywhere, and I wanted to fucking light a candle because I found the matches and the matches were empty. And I played a lot of games, it wrong. and they had like notepads everywhere and pens, and I thought that you'd have to like take the Pencil across and figure out the note. Well, that's annoyances. Like, yeah, getting the. <laughs> like, I wanted to interact with the world, but. I found cassettes. I put them in a cassette player. I found videotapes and was like, "That was so upsetting." There's no video. I wanted to play it. Oh, I, I didn't even. But uh, that why are all the VCRs that doesn't mean the game is bad? All the VCRs are missing. Just that like. Because oh yeah yeah she took them to pull it off. Yeah. yeah. Places that I, I was I was hoping they would go. And ways they could take the story, and they, you know, it just seems like instead of instead of you know engaging me into I didn't, because you're you know, not supposed to give a shit the story about that. and the game. No, it it just seems like they just wanted to tell a paragraph story to me, and they could have just really posted on the screen this paragraph summary. Brian and I would have gotten the same. Brian, so, I've, I've, okay. no, I've, I've got a summary. Talk about the VCRs really quick. Oh lord. Uh, so there is a note that they took the VCRs to pawn them off. I missed that one. So did I. Uh, see, I oh. gave up trying to search. I had to go back for things, the dirty like, magazines because I read it online. I was really upset that I didn't. Find oh, it. the the one like in his book. Yeah, like, or underneath I, his book. Yeah, I saw I underneath the books. Yeah, I saw that one. Oh, I saw that one. I saw that. I was sad that I couldn't pick up the magazine. I was like, what? I want to see what he's in. Okay, you can. What? What? You, you can pick up one of them. So, like, the, the parallel I wanted to draw was to the first Matrix movie. What? what? So, like... Hold on, hold on. Let me... Hold on, let me say it. to explain this to me at work, and I didn't get it then? Hold on. All right, no interruptions. Hold on, hold on. No interruptions. So, it wasn't until, like, the third or fourth time that I saw the first Matrix movie that I realized for the first 45 minutes of the movie, they're like, nobody can be told what the Matrix is. You can't be told what the Matrix is. Nobody can tell you what the Matrix is. 45 minutes into the movie, they're like, the Matrix is... They spend the next 10 minutes telling you exactly what the Matrix was, right? Yes. You could have, at any point in that first 45 minutes, been like, dude, you're in a freaking machine. But to being able to draw it out, the story like that... It's kind of how I feel about the same one here. Did, wait, like, oh, th there's a little bit of that. Um, in, in the Matrix, is the, it's there's kind a, of explained they're out. You can't accept it, and also the machines will know if someone tries to explain right. it to you. That's what I yeah, yeah, think. That's hugely different. What's the parallel? Now you got to finish off. How's that do with this game? Come back. C come so, back. Come back. The story is there. Like, at any point in time, the sister could have just been like, oh yeah, I'm leaving with my friend. Oh, like she didn't right? But, but she we didn't know out. about the friend. All she would have had to say was, hey, I'm leaving with my friend on a three-inch post-it note, and there would be no suspense in the story at all. Right. Well, she actually, says, yeah. she says in the beginning that she's no, writing but... this because she's her best friend, she's the person she tells everything to, and so I think she's been writing all this stuff to yes. her this whole entire time. So she uh... could rip all out the pages, because uh, they're all dated, aren't they? And they're they they dated are all dated. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like... they're supposed to be from the diary that you find upstairs. Yeah, and so she's writing it to you. Yes. It's not just a personal diary. She's writing it in a diary form, but yeah. with the message that, oh, this is what I would say to you. So she wants she... to give you everything that's happened because yeah. it's you can't cut to the end of, in family. I can't say, 
oh, hey, I'm getting married next week and not ever talk about the person I'm marrying her and people yeah. can't do that. But well. it's like... <laughs> but, usually, but usually in that case, like, if you were, say, leaving home and you really wanted to tell your, say, your sister like this, you know, yes, you wouldn't just leave out the main story, but you also would probably preface it by saying, like, hey, I'm, you know, I went away, I'm okay... This is why I went away. Not, okay, let me just keep you in suspense. Let <laughs> you worry. And then at the end, say, oh, by the way, yeah, she I'll find her. If my sister's going to call me up. She care because it was so easy to find it for this, as the sister, like, going through. I mean, it wasn't like everything was. No. If no. my sister's going to nope. call me up and invite nope. me to her wedding, What's she's not going to be like, hey, and let me tell you this two-hour-long dramatic story, and will you come to my wedding? But, okay, but like, no, the, what's the, the point of running away? <laughs> the difference between that and what's happening here is that invite would pretty much be written in one day, or like at one point in time that she'd mail it to you. This is something that's been written over a period of time, because it's a journal that she's writing to her about. Everything. I, I, not, really not only that. It's not it that... like, shit, I'm going right now. I'm leaving the house. This is what I've already written to you. It's going... Oh, right. Why so the, look, look, the problem is we don't learn until the very end that this is a journal and not some notes that's, that's that she Actually, I, if you go back and like try to like read them again, you can see that they're all dated. They as, are all dated. As you, like, if you go back and but check them... But saying, them. like, is it her journal or is she leaving these journals around, the audio things well, around the... Wait, I have a Is question. there some tape that we're listening to? Well, that's is there, I was like, confused about it. Anybody? I don't. Sorry, but I mean, is it ever really explained what, why? Like, okay, yes, at the end you find the journal and all the stuff, but why is it during the main part of that's just narrative? The thing that you get these like audio clips. No, no, I I think it's supposed to be a like a mental disconnect. Exactly. Yeah. That you're going through the house and you're finding these things. You get to the attic, you find the journal, and then you like mentally play it back. To the things that you have found yeah. along the way. Getting back to our yes, like, yes, like, fine. Like the the, the whole story is suspense, is but... about it's it's a short story. It's maybe three or four paragraphs total. So yeah, sure. If you're if we're going to to go down that route, then yes, the actual substance of the story is really small. But the delivery of it is it's so beautiful points. and so well done Boosh. that it makes for a really great game. Question: Why do we think she ran away? Because it seemed like in a lot of discourse we were having, uh, we were treating running said. away like an option that she undertook for fun. or yeah, and that, wait, Hang on, hang on. Let me finish my thought. And that her means of communicating that running away should be criticized. But I think it seems more like she's running away out of a necessity of some sort. Whether it's because of the coming out of the closet, or not feeling accepted, or feeling like her actions won't be like acceptable by either set of their parents. It seems to me that there needs to be some mystery in her running away. Because she feels I, like she needs to run I, away. I think that Lonnie's parents would not accept it at all. I definitely agree. Whereas the Greenbriars, they could come around to it. They just don't know. I don't so think so. The it's because, first again, time. The, letter I, the letter that Sam and Lonnie write to each other, you know, where Lonnie's like, oh, you know, like, you know, Sam's like, oh, sorry about my mom. I know she, you know, she doesn't like you. I took that to be that she was not okay. Like, the mom kind of knew that, that they were kind of getting together and that she was not okay with I, it. I think it's teenage. The, she totally yeah. changes the person. She was calm and so, quiet and all of a sudden dying yeah. her hair and going to concerts. Yeah, well, I'm saying, I don't think that the Greenbriars... I mean, I don't know about the dad, maybe, but I don't think the mom would come around. I mean, so maybe I, eventually. I, I think the mom just is a typical mom. That And the angst that the daughter is writing is her thinking her mom won't accept her because at that age, as a girl, I, I can tell you, we fight with our mothers and we think that we don't understand each that other. That could be the other, case, yeah. I could but see, it doesn't I, mean I, that I they don't understand. I don't know, so just my personal cool. So, 
the first time I got choked up in this game Ooh, was when choked up. Um, Boosh. That was getting all deep in this When game. she started hey, talking to her parents, and so the whole part leading up to her parents, she's like, oh, I, you know, she's kind of, oh, should I tell them, should I not, what will they think, you know, and the whole time there, I'm like, oh, don't worry about it, your parents are going to be cool, it's going to be no big deal, you're stressing out over nothing, as soon as you talk to your parents, it's going to be fine, you know, you're a teenager, as soon as you talk to people, things, people will be cool, and then, and then... They talked about her reaction with her parents, and her parents were kind of like, oh, oh, that's strange. You'll grow out of it. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. It's not, it's, it's no, nothing, nothing important, right? And her response Wait, they in the audio. It's, I don't remember that audio book. She, she told her parents, and her parents were like, really? When? Uh, it's kind of toward the garden area. And she, like, she tells her parents, and her parents are like, Oh, don't worry. It's just a phase. You'll grow out of it. No big deal. And so at the first, I'm like, oh, that's. It's not good. I guess that's not good. But it's better than you know (laughs) them like disowning you or something. And then her response was, I, I just can't deal with the fact that my parents don't respect me enough to know what I care about or some something along that lines. And that one just like, I it, it was the matter of. That she considered it a matter of respect, that her parents weren't believing her, yeah. talking about that what was she was real, saying. Yeah, just... that just got me. I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" I'm gonna go home, and I'm gonna. That that one was kind of. So there, there's actually an option to unlock all the doors, so you don't have to go through the story again if you just well, turn, you, you turn all, all the lights. lights. I, might have, I might have read it and <laughs> yeah. just been really distracted because I kept thinking that things were gonna jump out and kill me or something. Yeah, but by, by the time you get to the greenhouse, I was like, I need to finish this game. <laughs> this is there's too much stress here. Speaking of turning on all the lights, um, <gasps> oh yes, there's an that was a awesome a nice card. nice jab. You wanted to, to know player. something I like about it? That was I thought that was the best part of the game. Actually, was that fun? <laughs> there's a, a, there's there's a turning on the lights. Yes. There's a, there's a, there's a nice the yes yes. yes there's a nice does. jab. Yes. Yeah yeah okay. To, to explain to the people that haven't really gone through it, there's a there's a line in the game. About, uh, I think oh, it was the father. It's the father talking yeah. to talking to Sam. Sam. Let's start out home. I started so telling you how most most people play games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. So, 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 so in, in this game, you know, the house is empty. The lights are all off, or at least most of them. Most. Yeah, most. Um, yeah. it's it's like really dark, and and creepy. there's there's thunderstorms, and it's at night, and everything else, everything's creepy. So you just go around and you start turning all the lights that you can because. A, you can't see, and B, it's really creepy, and since this is not, quote-unquote, a real house, then you leave them on. Or if you're like some people that just leave lights on, then you leave them on. I I like this one newer than... Yes, no, that, that's, really? it's also really a really good way to figure well, out which ones you put in. I actually left them on because I figured I would be... Well, that's one of the things I kind of was disappointed about. Was I thought, like, okay, you would revisit other parts you of, like... Back so I was like, okay, I'll leave the lights on because I'm sure I'll come back here and have to, you know, take something that I find later in the game and use there, it are, There is some of that because There's you can... But there's very little. There, there like, are two spots where you need to find codes. Yeah, that was yeah. You usually get to the spot before you know the code. There's one of them that you definitely get to the spot before you know the yes. code, which is the locker upstairs. Yep. There's the other one, which is the the father's thing. No, downstairs. I got that one first. <laughs> he, he went. I went straight upstairs. Yeah, oh. Well, actually, there's three. There's the safe two in the basement. Okay. Fair With enough. The heroin, but, which I want to talk about, because I don't Did know I what the hell safe? is in there. It's in the, the servants' quarters. Well, I, the I found the safe, but maybe I never found the um, it's lock, right. and I got distracted by trying to find. It's so weird because all you have to do is look at the chart next to it, where it has like the kid's height. And then it has like the dates, oh, and then you just one. take the top 
date, you know, it says like when they were measuring, and you just take that and that's oh. the code. Yeah, I, I didn't see that one yet. Yeah. Oh, I think I got it some other way. But the the father's safe on the left side of the house when you go in. Like, I found code before I tried to open the, the thing. Wait, so, wait, the, you're talking about the oh, her locker code? No, 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 no. The, father's, the father's... You found it? Yes. Fuck! Was, it's like right there. We need to talk about the... It? It's uh, in the back of the book. What was the code? I was like, is there okay, an easy way to like, find I the locker combo point, so besides just, like, just going hunting through the walls? <laughs> Isn't there a clue somewhere in one of the notes that says check the walls or something? Because when I played it eons ago... I didn't have trouble finding the codes for the locker. I don't remember having any trouble. Yeah, but when when I played with Alberto, I was like, I don't... How many codes are there? Three. Three. There's three things to open. There's the safe. I opened two. Oh, did you find a fourth? No, I didn't find one. I didn't find the safe. In the basement? In the basement? With the heroin? Yeah. Yeah, what? Explain. What? There's just heroin? Okay. There's a bunch of needles and freaking... I was like, the fuck is this? Uh, it was some someone, so, relative someone was diabetic. Whoever the kid, I assumed it was whoever the crazy kid the crazy with the religious animals. shit in the basement was. Well, anyways, hold on, hold on. Before Wait, we, but I, finish I'm up missing something. There was a whole part of the story I missed. That was like the lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So, so, so you leave all the yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, we're way off track. So you leave all the lights on, and eventually you get to the upstairs next to Sam's room, and there's a note on the thing that father's talking. Yeah, no, one of the posted boards is like, "You're just like your sister. Turn the damn lights off." Oh, you just go around leaving lights on in the house. That is the point. And I'm when I actually felt attached to the game. I was like, "That was my favorite part." I love that. I was like, that's how the rest of it should have been. Things like that. That were, yeah. It was funny, it was good. I was like, wow, really that's something unique that happens in other games, and you never realize, you, you know, you never think about those things where you just, like, do stuff, and you just leave it there, and it's like, oh, who the hell cares, you know? But, you know, when you think about it and you step back, you're like, oh, yeah, who the hell would ever do that in real life? My first spot in the very beginning, I can't remember, the key was behind, like, a rabbit or something? What was it behind? Uh, it was under yeah, a little yeah, object in the cupboard. Yeah, it was like a. Yeah. Like, I swear a lot of the stuff. Along with it, like, like as long as you're like standing in the right spot, you can put it back where it belonged. And then I just yeah. threw it on the ground. And I was like, "Oh, let me throw it on the ground. Is that okay? Should I be? What am I? <laughs> that was like at the very beginning of the game. I was like, this is kind of unsettling. Maybe I should put this house back the way I found it. Did anyone try? I had this conversation with Nate before. Did anybody else try to put the dishes away in the kitchen? Was <laughs> that just me? You were traumatized. Wow. Woman <laughs> in the group. You go into the kitchen and there's these Ridiculous. dishes. Ridiculous. You can open the dishwasher and it opens up and you can pick up the dishes and then there's this did cabinet you full of dishes. Did you take the stuff out of the fridge? So I start, I, <laughs> did you take like the milk out? I took the milk out. I, I took it and I just You really it. should read the notes on the back. It's not the same, but I was too lazy at that point. But I tried to put the dishes away and I thought it succeeded because I went over and I like clicked and put it on the dish and it disappeared and I got really excited and then I stepped back and a whole bunch of dishes fell on me. <laughs> the game glitched and they were just floating in midair so they weren't showing and I was really nice. upset that I couldn't put the dishes away. Like why can I pick these up if I can't put them away? There's a lot of those in the game. I think they, they either that is the didn't whole care thing. or... That's what I'm saying. It's no, no, no. There's a lot of things in, in the game that you know you can open the process and stuff binders. like that. That's oh, all I gotta yeah. say. I almost, How many I went into Target and This was three oh, fucking developers! <laughs> Holy shit! The I fact that there were binders of any kind is impressive. <laughs> and, okay, the thing is, those three ring binders, 
Or why were they empty? That is weird. Uh, one that was one. Why are they empty? <laughs> why two, those were high class, like high quality reminders because they had two fucking device. Like no, no, I remember this. I remember this. I don't oh, know if y'all remember Trapper Keepers. Keepers. I don't know. They were, they were the expensive ones. I remember this when I used to actually get three What's reminders. Three reminder? like yeah. four bucks? Trapper no, Keepers. No, like no oh, man. Damn, Alberta. What? No, 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 go Trapper back. Keepers. Oh. Tell these so, because, because, when the, I used to know when I used to buy... The dividers were the yes, thing, yes, right? Yes, They were like super special collector dividers. Yes, like the plastic dividers, like the heavy like duty they, ones. It was a I'm thing. So I swear to God. I have this. no idea. What Thank you. you. The biggest thing is don't you buy those separate? No, the, the, no, the high class ones. Like, came they're like glossy. They were like because you rotate it, you can pick it up and rotate it. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Because they were like collectibles. There was like Ninja Turtles, and there was no. Just like everything else, you pick up a pencil, you look at it, you throw it. It means nothing. You have all this. You didn't examine anything that you picked up. I did, but but most of the things you picked up, like they repeated items that meant not like the fridge. I agree. They had all of these. You didn't play Brian, right? No, that's why you didn't examine them all. No, I examined the stuff that. That's like I examined. Like I started to read some of the books, like the father's. You know, like we need to hash this out, Brian. Why are you so angry at this game? What didn't it give you that you needed? What kind of emotional nourishment would you have wanted? Why do I know pop out? Why do I have this whole huge inventory like section? Oh, that's a good point. That is weird. My passport, and I'm like, oh, it has all these spaces. I'm gonna be collecting things left and right. I feel like that's a trope. But you're right. That is like it almost might be making fun of something as much as this. I agree with you that that. I mean, it annoys me, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't a game. Let's talk genre. Even though with the throwing off, though, I think we go back to what Megan said earlier, that it's only throwing us off because it's expectations. expectations of what we've seen the other... I want to talk about genrefication. So you know how Steam has been redoing its interface and they've been adding user tags. Well, has anyone looked at what Tags Gone Home has? No. I'm assuming you have, and you're going to share with I us. I have, and I think they're of interest to you, because the number one tag for this game, besides indie, of course, is Walking Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> which, is a genre, which is a genre of game I'm oh, actually so, really fond of. So it's of. Dear Esther. <laughs> yeah, it's a Dear Esther, which was... I, I love Dear Esther. But... I now really want to vote walk. Dear Esther to be the next game because I think no. Will. I mean, I can't sorry. do it. I think two in a row. I just explode. <laughs> oh, sorry. I so think that's... the most fun thing for me to interact with the, the pickup was the cassette tapes because you that had was to like. Cool. It no, was I... just like a cassette tape. You had to like turn it, it like over three times like for it to side, open, right? yeah. and then yeah. like flip it back and then flip the forward. I was really entertained that they did that. I was I was yeah. confused because I. But why did they do all the other things? That was that seemed like I mean because the there's three developers. All the other other sorry, cassette saying, tape holders rushed? are literally like what, the most annoying. Was it annoying you know like or did they run out of time, ever. money? You know like I know <laughs> it's indie, but like it just seems like it was. This is what else would you have added? Focus, yeah, man. Well, there's a lot of things that they could have. I mean, like they could have done things with some of the items. Like instead, would or any just, of it been or, worth it for anything though? Can I pause? There weren't enough. What is your view on the game Flowers or whatever it's called? Flower the game. Flower, yeah. That game company's flower. Oh God. I want to know like. Don't let him. Play flower. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I'm thinking. It's just that there's yeah, no I don't think point he's to it except for moving around. Hey, and like, hey, hey. Point, like his hey. kind Watch of point. Watch yourself. I like that game, Alberto. Chill. But it's, She's a thing, it's a very That's like one of the two games game, you platinum, isn't it? it? Doesn't <laughs> yes. The same game experience that you expect. It doesn't give you the trope. No, that's that's fine. I mean, not so everything is for everybody. It, you know, like, and that's fine. I'm not. Do you ever read young adult novels? Down that like it. No, I'm just saying it's not for me. But you say it's and, not a game, though. 
Yeah, that's not that's not an attack. But there's not in my eyes. It's, it's, I don't like. I, don't, game, I, like well, actually, I like walking simulator. Walking simulator is great. It's a great little. What? I'm still that's with. Little, I'm with Brian. I don't think this was a game. What defines game? Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, that's a good point too. I what? mean, yes. I mean, uh, I think it's anything that involves player Everything, interaction. Games are that whole book games right are there, to what people. The first half of it is trying to define what a game is. Well, I think it's well, a very sorry, simple definition. The art of game design. It's anything okay, that's interactive that involves a player. Well, we, got, we got a reference. This and you know, but that's true. It means different things to different people, and what you like and what interests you is different. And yes, I, I'm not saying that people who like this. Yes, but you game, are saying it's not a game. To me, yes. But, but you're telling me you're making a difference. You, you're one second saying that I you think there's don't an objective like it, definition of what it's a game okay is. And you're okay people like it, and then you're turning around saying that it's not in fact a game because you don't like it. No, I'm, saying it's, not, I'm not saying it's not a game because I don't like, like it. Or not. I'm saying it's not a game. So what, the, what is a game to you? The art of hold on, okay, just because I referenced it. The art of game design by Jesse Shell. Great book, but like we were talking about, it spends the first half of the book trying to talk about what it means to be a game, and he goes back and forth and has. You know, a whole bunch of. Well, that's the thing. I don't think you can. Def- I mean, I think each of us kind of, as people like, you have your own idea what you like and what you what makes a game. But I don't think it's really easy to define what you know. I it's absolutely think I, it's very I, simple. Yeah. Video game noun one: any of various interactive games played using a specialized electronic gaming device. A game or computer. That- I know they use game the word. What we need to look up is not video games, but just game. Anything well, interactive. And not then it's like, like hunting game. <laughs> An amusement or pastime. The most dangerous game. So I mean, it's like, not called poker a game. Yes, because it involves it's player interaction. It's not that I right? don't think this was an awesome story and a fun experience. I just don't think it was a game. He doesn't think walking simulators are a game. That's Which true. is uh, honestly, <laughs> I, I can see that being somewhat I, reasonable. But I think you're thinking of game in the traditional sense of like what we've all been raised to think of as being games. And I think the definition of games goes far standard. back beyond yeah, like before video screens, video before I mean, video I, I, games. I would like, definitely say that it's a an interactive story, but I, that kind of gives it this like negative connotation that it's not entertaining, that it's not a game. Like, yeah. You well, do I have thought, to interact with it in order to get the story. It's not a I, movie that well, happens. I don't. Exactly. I love choose your own adventures. I don't know if you're just because I'm saying it's basically they're just telling you the story, right? And you're they just are. going from point A. To we point have different. Would you call? Would you call flower a game? Flower was I've not fun. Have you have just you heard of flower? Which is worse than this thing. Well, what we have is different thresholds of interactivity required for something to be a game. No, that's very true. Yeah, he's saying that. Fine. We I'm didn't, to, we didn't have to do enough to get stuff to happen in this game for him to really consider it a game. Portal. Would you call Portal a game? Yes. I haven't, you have to, I haven't played it yet. You have to it's solve amazing. puzzles for that, though. I, I think they would think... From point eight, I mean, what, what, but oh, they, what on, you're doing one, a little bit puzzle. more. You're trying to find... Well, now you're lowering my expectations of Portal. <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to like go by base definitions of this. Like You're not going to find one, because just like art, there's no set definition. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Yes. I don't like, think there's well, a, like I think the Supreme Court like says, definition right. of art. like the Supreme Court said, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. That's true, though. There's a lot of jurisprudence that's like that. Yes, but that's that's actually true. Like, I think we each know in our minds what we consider, but uh, defining, at least to me, I don't. Maybe some people it is easy to define what they consider, but to me, like, it's exact. It is kind of like what Will was joking about there, like. I don't know if I could sum up what a game is, or a video game or whatever you want to call it in like two sentences, but to me, I know Why what not? I consider. And 
I'm not saying that like, oh my god, everybody who likes this or thinks this is a game or thinks this is innovative or thinks this was, you know, whatever, is completely wrong. I just, me personally, I don't think wrong. I just think they're I, dumb. No, I just, they're not I, wrong. They're just I dumb. But I mean, you know, every, you know, there's plenty of other games that that I've liked that other people have. So it's not about oh my god, I'm just completely knocking it, and everybody else is completely wrong. But at the same time, I don't know. To me, it's just not. Could you imagine another story being told in the same medium as this one that you would have really been interested in and considered a game? Do you think it has to do with your level of involvement in this particular story? You mean the story itself, or what you did? Like, what if the mechanics of this story were the same? You were wandering around a house. Everything worked exactly the same, except the story was completely different. It was about... Actually engaged uh, you in some way. Alberto, help me think of a story that's like the complete opposite of a young woman falling in love. No, see, I, the story was fine. Um, I mean, the ending, I was, I was... Is it the fact that you don't have any effect on the story what's actually of happening Ellen Ripley. Like, it's the same thing no matter what. story of what Ellen Ripley. There's no different. There's no, hey... Perfect. If I give her a call, <laughs> she's not going to dye her hair today or something. No, so, I, mean, I mean, I was fine with... You know, like, okay, yes, and But there are a lot of... Like, like I'd like interacting more with things, and I would have really liked the fact that all these items exist, and you could pick these things up, and, like, I want to do stuff... Sure, but I mean so, it, that really didn't. So it's the opposite. Kill, it you would have been really cool with the same story with a little well, bit more interactivity. Story, I mean, the story had. I mean, the ending again. I don't think Brian liked the story, which was the big problem. I That's what I was up thinking. Until the end, you could have if they'd gone a little different path. That you so, so Sam had died. If there had just been one zombie, it would have been fine. Well, so, so here's a good, good <laughs> analogy. Right? That defines a game. If there's no zombies, it's not somewhere between that poster. And that thousand-piece puzzle is the difference between a poster and a puzzle. If you just chopped that poster in four, you wouldn't say, "Oh, that's a puzzle." If you chopped it into nine pieces, I guess you get sort of I would say an, I would puzzles. say anything more than one piece would follow my logical po definition of a puzzle. Too, like, Even so just like, cutting in half. If you yeah. cut it in half, yeah, because like, doing top and bottom. Because there's because there's a way to put it together that's wrong, and there's a way to put it together that's right. If you put it together the backwards half, you've made art. But it's not correct. And that's what establishes a puddle. There's, sorry, puzzle, not a puddle. Back to the puzzle that you made earlier. <laughs> yeah, my bad. There's a whole. <laughs> Ew! What? There's uh -oh, a whole lot more intention behind guess, that. They really did literally define did where they? you went because of with the locked rooms. Yeah. So you were kind of. You were still, no matter how, where you started. And where there you were had. some branches that you could take. All right. It but, was mostly on rails. Along yeah. with Will which, plays which, Beyond which Two Souls. Because I'm like, Brian well, plays I'm Dear Esther. It's going to happen. Brian plays Dear Esther. That would be perfect. That would be great. <laughs> like, Halo is, is really on rails. You cannot make any meaningful choice in Halo. That's that a good, is a good point. That's an excellent point. Well, I've not played Halo. But Either you started. shoot the people or you don't yeah, shoot the people. That's actually, that actually is a, great is game. a detriment to it. I, I actually like really. Where, I think we. Yeah, oh we my can't, god! We are stuck in a. <laughs> We're gonna have an interesting conversation for The Last of Us because it suffers oh, from a lot of this too. I need to. I need to play that. Alberto, you need to finish that. You need to have someone in the room what? or something. Yeah, no. get on that now. We it's need to talk. Long, we need to have need someone around. You two need to play it together. This guy. All right, all right, He can't play games by himself, brother. So. Do you guys want to take a quick break, or do you want to just keep going? I'd like to kind of blow my nose a little bit more, sorry. <laughs> really? <laughs> just say, take a break! Okay! No one wants to know what you're going to do! Yeah. Alright, we will be back in just a moment. Don't clip that out. I'm going to try. Coming back, I wanted to finish the half of my story that we were talking about with um, Lonnie. So Lonnie's big life choice conflict. Mm -hmm. um, so we talked about the first half of it, right? She grew up 
being... I'm not sh It doesn't seem like she was forced into it. It's just kind of the way she grew up was with this idea of military service being super important to her. Mm -hmm. And so... At no point in the entire story does it sound like Lonnie questions that she's going to go off mm -hmm. and leave and join the military. Yeah, because it's just um, expected of her. Or expected, she expects it of herself. Right. She expects it of yes. herself. It's expected of her by everybody. Mm -hmm. She just knows that this is the thing. At one point, Sam has to be introduced because she doesn't understand at all, right? This idea that that is what she thinks her destination in life or whatever is, right? Because her personality is so different. They talk about how she rebels against authority and wants to do whatever she wants to do in at school. She's always getting in trouble for that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. how can someone with that personality actually want to go to the military? I really so Sam like never that. combined that, okay, she says she wants to go, but she doesn't act like that's the kind of lifestyle she could have. She I really like that log. That was one of my favorites in the game, I think. Just the, her being like, wait a second. So... The whole game, Lonnie is going to leave. And like I said earlier, the point where you figure out that the day before the game actually takes place is the day that she's shipping off. If you figure that out. Yeah, if you if. just now figured that out. So that correlation made the whole game super serious to me. Trying to figure out what Sam's reaction to that would be, right? How she would handle that. And so the other part was the whole don't ask, don't tell thing, right? We talked about, it's not clear to me when Lonnie figures out that she's gay, but having spent enough time around the military, that is, even in Don't Ask, Don't Tell time frame, it's still this super precarious position to try and put yourself in. So just really quickly, um, the, the policy is now changed, but the idea is that as long as you don't go out and put it out there, then nobody in charge has the right to ask if you're gay. But right. if at any point you are believed to be gay, you are immediately kicked out of the army. That was the policy for years and years and years, mm -hmm. right? Um, this is a Clinton era, yes. Yes, which is right. Actually, it was perfect because actually this is like the mid-90s. Mm -hmm. Right after Clinton took over, right after that was instituted. So yes. that thought that was very What well, was it like, before that? You're gay and you're out. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. There, there was the, you could there, there was one court case or court martial case, I don't really know the difference. Yes, I'm pleading your nurse. Uh, where <laughs> there was a service member, relatively high ranking. You know, she'd always served in the military. And for whatever reason, I don't remember if it was a promotion or, or something else, that she got interviewed uh, as part of that promotion. And... You know, at one point, the interviewer asked her, is there anything that you would like to tell us, or is there anything that um, is not on this list of things that you'd like to release? And she just, like, calmly said, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gay. And this was before the ADT. She immediately got on the track to be discharged, and I think she eventually was. But then she fought it, because the, the policy back then was that you need to answer these things truthfully right. on one side. And she did get asked a relatively direct question about, you know, what your lifestyle is. Cause she, yeah. she, yeah, what her lifestyle was. And she answered truthfully, in which case, you know, she got asked, essentially. Right. And since this is pre DADT, then. Was that the case that sort of inspired That, that was the tell? case that, that kind of brought on, uh, the reason that the ADT got enacted. Interesting. So, so it was definitely like a step. Yeah. So Stepping even stone, in yeah. this period, where in theory people could be gay yeah, in the I'm sure military. That wasn't how it worked. It's not, it's not. No. practically how things went down. And experiencing that myself, 
I knew that was a, an extremely stressful place to try and put yourself, and she was just taking it for granted. So that conflict for me was way more stressful than a lot of the other things that were going on in the game, which is the one of the big reasons why in the attic, when you, she decides that she doesn't... She's finally evaluated her life and decided that this path that her parents and her society and everything has put her on is not the one for her and she's going to make her own decisions. That was really strong and impactful for me. Yeah. Not only that, but there's, there's a point, there's actually two points for Sam where she first figures out that, you know, Lonnie's actually shipping out and she's like, oh my god, you know, this person that I've spent so much time with is now going away. Like, what am I going to do about that? Like, what, what, a, what is my reaction going to be? And that's where things, at least for me, in the storyline started to head south. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> so that, know, what, what, is, what is her decision for herself going to be? That's a real... One, hold on, before you jump to the second one. That's a real... Like, the idea that, okay, I'm choosing this giant life decision for myself is something very, very real in this circumstance. But taking that extra step, and as you get older, it's easier to make that extra step, that how are these people around me going to take this decision to leave everyone is really foreign. And the, the first time that it hits you, like, it, it, that's a really hard one. Because you finally made this huge decision that's going to change your life. And when you decide to commit to it, there's this whole way that it impacts other people that is, it's like a whole extra decision that you didn't, you don't really think about to start. That can be really hard on top of the already really hard decision that you made. So, the, but sorry, the other thing. The other really powerful audio log for me was really, really close to the end. It's either the log right before the addict or really close to it where Sam says, you know, Lonnie's shipping out, or she just did, or whatever, and I cannot envision a life without her. I'm going to the attic. And to me, that was a proxy for, I'm going to the attic, and I'm not going to live without Lonnie. So that audio log right there was by far the one where I just had to pause the game for a second, breathe, and decide whether I wanted to continue with the game or not. Right at that point, I was hoping, hoping, hoping that I go up and find her sleeping in the attic. Yeah. That was yeah. the best case that I could <laughs> hope for in that circumstance. And so when they flipped it on you and she wasn't there, and then you understood what Lonnie's decision was and the whole thing, that is what just got to me really quick. That that so, was like the last thing I... I so do we, do we want to discuss how, how this story would have been different if it was set in modern times with uh, yes, it would have been like Skype yeah, and texting, so and it would have been pretty much entirely irrelevant. I think. Yeah, I don't think it would have been a story. Right. Also, like with the idea of like having a cell phone, I like, think the like even just a cell phone work, by yeah. itself, I feel would have attracted well, maybe from it not, because at that point she could have not like, so called her parents or. I think a lot of people still, when they go yeah, internationally, they turn Facebook off their phone. Yeah, leaving home. See you, yeah, bitches. Facebook yeah, or yeah. a bunch of Facebook updates, you know, with with Sam and 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 Lonnie, like and the parents being unfriended. And... Uh, well, yeah, that's yeah, right. but with with both of them together, like going out and mm -hmm. and you know going to these parties and and to the, to the concerts and a bunch of pictures and and 
And uh, Caitlin would have been like, oh, okay, so Four that's, check that's Lottie. I've never met her, but I, I right. know her by proxy. You would have seen the house, too, probably, just yeah. at least a little bit. Moving in photos. Moving in. Yeah. Oh, God, moving in photos. Yeah. So, so do we feel that it would have been completely irrelevant? No. Nah. Well, she would have known most of it, because even if you had the technology, maybe if you're Skyping that you can have more right. personal conversations. I think the, but over Facebook message or whatever. Well, the coming out me. story would have had less weight, too, I think. But would she have it is a little bit a different. lot of that stuff I mean, over there, or would she have held a lot of that in? Because you don't want to put something like that on social media. You don't want to use... Well, it was, doesn't feel as personal telling someone over text. I was thinking more about the don't ask, don't tell, I guess. Oh, well, um, that's but, really important for the story. Yeah. I didn't. I guess I didn't fully realize the importance of that. That's very interesting. I, it, even just you is mentioning it? it, I was like, oh my god, that is important. Oh, I thought it was immensely important. Well, it's important to, to Lonnie, because, you know, she's she, be And of course, I thought her Do you think she didn't care? So, yeah. Or do you think she was underestimating the importance of that? Or I just think planning she, to hide I, it? I think or? it was that I she don't... just didn't know what the implications were. I think she had a big block okay. between yes. the different parts of her body. Exactly, like, yes. yes. She, this totally part yes. was like nurture and, and she's raised and everything she expected of her own life. And yeah. this other side was the part of her that was emotions and all that, and she just hadn't ever let it connect that those two things were not compatible. Well, I think that's a lesson that society kind of teaches women, and I think that any time you divide, maybe not teaches women, but I think that that's something that I've come up Well, I guess it maybe it's even more applicable with men. I guess I just hadn't really thought about it yet. But I think that any time you divide yourself into two halves like that or more than two sections, you're... I, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. I don't think that's good. You're always doing yourself a disservice when you do that. I mean, yeah. The, there, there's, there's no, no doubt about it. At least in my mind. I, I mean, yeah. You, you have to, because you eventually have to reconcile those, those two parts. And whatever the reason was for, for you to, to create that disconnect between, between those, those sections of yourself, needs to be resolved eventually. I agree so with I that. I think you're just I delaying think, the inevitable. I think a lot of people try to go without ever reconciling them. I think it's a logical approach just to sort of barricade things off like that. Well, it just depends on if they ever come so there's and, and a, hit head. Like, can can you keep them separate? Or right. something like actually going into the army forces you to deal with it. Then I, you have I think to, that there's... A lot so of people a, never have that moment in their life where they have to deal with the fact that they have two parts. Yeah, two, but two I, in the, I can see... In in ROTC and um, if you've got a recruiter, um, it's very easy to kind of romanticize what the army is about, what you're doing in the military, um, and while you kind of have these vague ideas yeah. of what the military is for, um, particularly at that time, and I didn't think about this until we were just talking about it. I had I I joined the military. Um, in 2000, um, in 2000, which is a couple years after this game, but in 2000, we hadn't been in a war in about nine years, right? And so the idea yeah. that a militaries were for fighting people was almost a foreign concept, right? And so, and, and it wasn't until 2001 that that completely changed. And the whole reason yeah. that you were in a military was for a completely different manner. So there were these, People that joined about the same time that I did, even though I didn't have quite this um, uh, dissonance that some people had, that were like, oh, joining the military is just a lifestyle. It's just a, a job that you pick up. Right. It's not this whole 
I'm going off to fight and kill people and possibly die. Thing, right. right? Up to it's that the... point, it was more, you know, oh, yeah. we, we do humanitarian stuff whenever there's a, there's a hurricane in Thailand or whatever. Or, you know, we deploy because... Particularly at that time The frame, 90s was an interesting you could, decade. Yeah, you could really romanticize oh, yeah. what the military does, right? And if, if you've got a good um, recruiter who's telling you... Um, you know, these are all the cool things and all the great things that the military is doing for you. And then uh, you're probably not going to talk about your, um, you know, personal proclivities. But even if you did, they're like, oh, don't worry about it. We've got this great don't ask, don't tell policy. <laughs> it will never even come up. Nobody's ever going to ask you anything. And, you know, that perception before you go in is completely different than what the actual day-to-day -day life is while you while you're in the military, particularly in that time frame. So I can see that her not realizing, particularly as a young kid, that what she understanding what she was getting herself into and um you know, potentially not even really thinking about it, thinking about the contradictory nature of what she was getting herself into until like the last last minutes of that. Well, it's interesting. It's not just the fact that she's a lesbian that it's contradictory for her. I mean, it's what Sam talks about is she hates authority. She mm -hmm. yeah. rages against everything. She dyes her hair. She does what she wants. She speaks out for what she believes in. And when you're in the military, that is not, mm -hmm. from my understanding, at all what you're supposed to do. So it's kind of like her entire view of the military, my question is what exactly of it was... What was, what the, what was the appeal to her? What was the appeal to her? Yeah. Was it solely that her parents expected... It seemed to be deeper rooted than just her parents expecting it. Because if her parents expected it, with her rebellious attitude, she would have just said, fuck it. That's a good point. But she actually felt some kind of connection or deeper meaning for the reason she had to do it. But I'm not sure we, I've ever figured out so here's what a, it was. I, I don't think we do. Um, she, you know, Sam also mentions that, uh, that, that Lonnie... You know, defended her honor whenever their uh, when their uh, the relationship got exposed at the school or whatever. Um, that that Lonnie, you know, essentially came out at the same time and said, "No, this is not the way it's going to be. I'm going to to fight and 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 protect you as much as I can." Um, so maybe maybe there's some of that in, in her in her her view of of the military at that point it's like i i want to protect these people and and sam is one of those people that i want to protect even by proxy but in that so way I'm... the way she protects gets her in trouble yes and doesn't go to the authority and in the military you only protect who they tell you to protect in the fashion that they tell you to protect in so it's never almost never your own morals or your own wishes and beliefs that mm -hmm. you're upholding you're upholding somebody else's and in that instance it was very much she wanted to do the right thing, and she was going to step up and do it no matter if it got her in trouble or um, suspended. But you can't do that in the military. So did she just not realize that, or did she think that it wasn't going to be that bad? So for this next bit, I'm going to be checking a little bit because I, I don't really know. But I kind of feel like, or I can easily see, like her coming to grips with her own homosexuality, right? She is told by society that that is not what she should be doing and she brought up believing that that's not what she should be doing i don't know so you know it's just like this contradictory he she grows up she believes she she might seriously believe that what she's feeling is wrong and 
her decision to join the military is her decision to I'll try to like keep herself disregard in disregard her own emotions. And like Will trying to, to play this game. <laughs> uh, I never got from the story though, but we're not getting any of Lonnie. We're only getting through Sam. I never felt like Lonnie didn't accept it once she accepted it. I'm not saying that that's true at all. Like once she accepted uh, that she it, liked her, I always just the way I felt as playing it was that she seemed one of those outgoing kind of people that once she discovered something about herself, she went with it. And I felt like she handled it better than Sam. Like she accepted it and she moved forward. And I, I never know. I never felt like she had a problem with the fact that she was lesbian. I very hard seems, to say because I don't know because no, she was, seemed split to me. I agree. Like the whole time she was. On the emotional level, with Sam, she had, you know, she was completely, like we've been talking, she's split the whole time. Um, on the emotional level, she's completely there, completely um, committed to Sam, d does whatever. But at the same time, her other, her other personality is, you know, this straight by the book, you know, the military, the structure, the, the, um, by the rules, do what my parents tell me to. I, I, but do any of the stories of Sam's stories imply that Lonnie ever had a problem coming to terms with? No, I, I never got that. Doesn't mean that it wasn't the case at all. Right, but, but I, I, I never don't, got I don't any was, of the stories. No. I think it was that she. For me, it was that she never ever considered not going away. Right. I, I, I think, think it, I think was I I I tend to agree with Will. I I think it's just that Lonnie romanticized the idea of going to the military to a point where she never fully reconciled that going to the military with the the ADT policy as it was back then and her uncompromising love of Sam, how would all those things come together? Well, no, I agree. I think that she didn't realize that. I, I thought Will was saying, though, at some point that she was going to go, part of her was thinking, go to the military so that I will put myself back on the right path and be straight. Okay. I thought that's what you, I, you finished off saying, was that she did it to, um, that part of her brain was trying to scare her straight. I could be very wrong in what you just said, though. I that 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 was just kind of some of the stuff I was thinking about. I don't know what. No, so I was like, just checking, and I was gonna. I just say I think that she was conflicted, but I'm not sure that she was doing it to try to like make herself yeah, I, not I, lesbian. I don't think it was. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was, but at the end, I think she she fully realized that that just was not gonna fly. Yeah. And and maybe maybe it was the people that she was on the bus with, or maybe it was. Um, you know, whatever Sam said at the end, or maybe, you know, we really don't know what, what it was that triggered her to, to you know, change her mind and say, this is really not a good idea. This, this is not going to end well. Um, you know, I can go through basic and I can do everything I, I, I do, but I, then I have to hide Sam. I can't have pictures of, of me and Sam around. I can't... Uh, you know, call her every every chance I get. I I, I can't bring her in, into base whenever I have that. Ability. Well, had they even thought about that? I don't That's think so. That's another thing. I feel I like they decided so. that it was a clean break. That it was sorry. Yeah. This is the life we've left each other. This has been great. Yeah. But right now we're leaving. Like I didn't even think that she thought that she was keeping Sam. Which I don't know if that means like, that she's going to be lesbian. I thought she was just like we're we're 
Like people who go to college across the country, they yeah. decide while they could stay in touch, they just go, this is the end and we just have to accept it. There's a time and place for everything. It's called college. And then after that, it's like, <laughs> you know, no, I mean, the, the, I, I can, I can see that feeling, right? You know, this is the emotional time. I'm in love right now, but this is a fleeting motion. It has nothing to do with my, or, you know, following this emotion will hamper my career and choosing to choosing your career over your emotions i i i understand that i don't think it's a great decision i wouldn't do i don't think i would do that but i, I at least i understand that yeah when did you guys discover or finally piece together that the voicemail was lonnie not until I saw the diary at the very end. I was wondering Holy shit. Yeah. Because I think I, I can't remember if I remembered it that. before, if I figured it out like right before or right after, but I remember being like, should I have connected those dots a long time ago? No, like, I think who it's just else left there. That's great. Because you never hear her voice. You, you yeah. never hear Lonnie's voice out. True. Outside. Well, I mean, who else would be calling? I'm trying to remember, then I was trying to remember the thing she said, so I finally had to go find it again and listen and be like, because I remember when I first heard it, I was like, Jesus. I want to find out that. So I was running around the house trying to answer that question that I forgot about that question entirely mm -hmm. until you get to the end. You're like, wait a minute. There was something I was wondering about. So I was wondering if anyone else had figured who that was or if it's not until after you already yeah. discovered where she's gone. There's also something we said about the set design in the entire game, specifically for the attic. You go to the attic and it's like L-shaped because there's boxes on one side. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then the first thing... like they, I thought they, someone was going to pop out. They yeah, funnel you in. You're like a horse. You can't really look past mm -hmm. what's in front of you. And you get to that first log, and you're like, okay, well, what the hell's going on here? And then you turn to the right, and there's pictures on both sides of their life together for the past year that you don't know about. Sam is a photographer, so her development stuff is up there. That's her bedroom. Yes. Oh, I was really struggling. That's I the whole point. Like, the, that's the whole, point of, yeah, like, that's the whole reason of the red lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't go up there. You know, yeah, yeah. that's her. I'm sorry. That's yeah. That's her darkroom. That is her. Yeah. yeah, or her darkroom rather. So you see the pictures being developed on both sides of, of their life together for this past year that you've been away, and you see you know really artsy pictures of like close-ups and a life that is foreign to you completely, but is presented in a way where it's completely natural. You introspect into what it must have been for these two girls to be together and to fall in love together over the past year. I was too distracted by being like, where is she in here? And I just like... Well, I already, like, oh. I already scouted around and she wasn't there and I hadn't finished the story yet, so I had one last log to, I to look I at. I think anticipation will ruin you in this game. It did! Yeah. I was totally oh, like, I think that the whole thing was the setup for the attic. No, I think it was too, but I mean, like, I, I guess I was thinking more specifically in the case of, I can't focus on this shit because where's the bitch? Oh my god, is she dead? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I already knew that she wasn't up there, so right. I'm like, okay, so there has to be something else. Right. Let me see if I can. Well, like, I, I, like, got to the journal. what's going on here. And I was like, oh. No. Right. I can't remember what happened, but. I wanted to find her there. So yeah. But yeah, you, you find this, like, almost orgy of evidence of them being <laughs> <laughs> so happy together. Phrasing. <laughs> I just imagine now Alberto playing the whole basement thing. Everywhere in the basement was kind so, of creepy, so I'm just I, imagining okay, you. Okay, ironically, that's okay, the part we... where I felt the most safe. I don't know why. <laughs> what, what the fuck, Alberto? No. How the hell do you feel the most safe in the basement? I had no problem with the, the basement. I, I, had, I, had, I the had the same no reaction. It's like, the okay, There's so it's the basement. There's something wrong yes. with your head. I mean, I know what's the point of the 
game that nothing was gonna, gonna nothing out. was gonna happen because I figured like it's just you in this game up, yeah. up to this point. So I'm like, okay, nothing else is gonna happen. There's I'm nothing. Not sure, I ever came to that. But it still was a creepy basement. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just Can considered it a, a maze. I I didn't find anything. That's probably why I missed the uh, the safe with the heroin. But <laughs> so I'm st- I'm still anyway, hazy about what the hell happened in the basement. That was the basement. I got two lost down there. Wasn't as good of a layout. So there's another weird part about the game is the whole Lonnie doing the exorcism thing or not exorcism but oh. the the like bringing out of they were doing talking like ghost to the hunting. spirits yeah they were doing like ghost hunting they were going around the house trying to find these yeah. ghosts because there's a they heard, in school, they heard in school yeah. that it was a haunted house and yeah. they were trying to prove it but did they actually um, find anything? No, that was like one of the. I think that was the first audio log I heard was the one where he's like, Lonnie came up to her and was like, "Oh, so you're the girl in the haunted house yes. or something like no. that." <laughs> no, at one point they like, um, I think it's like a letter or something. It says like, "Ghosts hunting, you know, expedition number three. We still haven't found anything." I mean, I don't know. If eventually, they're supposed to. I think but, one I think, of the first things I saw was the map that they found that showed. Wasn't that the that same week that they were doing the the ghost hunting or was there another week where the parents weren't there and Lonnie was staying? I with think it's Sam? just supposed to be during like the time when they're getting to know each other and like she's coming over to the house. Okay. I don't think it's supposed to be like right at the end. I think it was just like cuz cuz I know that like, the whole star thing in the secret room that was done in a week that the parents weren't there and they were just, you know, hanging out. Oh yeah, the um yeah. yeah, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Which had a picture of, of the great uncle or the previous owner of the house. I guess they had to put this out. But there was just parts like side stories that I would have liked to get yes. flushed out more. I'm like, okay, they start to tell you these things. And, and like that, like the servants' quarters, you know, like, okay, well, there used to be this family that lived here hundreds of years ago. And they had this experience. And like, why does he have all this stuff in, his, in the safe? Don't bother worrying about that. We're going back to the, you know... Well, honestly, aren't they trying to make it somewhat realistic? What can you actually learn about people when you walk in your house? Okay, You can't get a full story of someone, but you're going to get enough people to get basic... I was going to save this for the end. That's true, but... Don't you also, like, the whole point of, of, of experiencing things is to get a flushed out story. I mean, if I want to just get real life, why am I, you know, like... I, I think that that's actually one of the cool things about what they did with this is they made it realistic like when i did it it was like this is exactly what i would expect to go into a house if i was trying to find stuff like as nate said earlier like the audio log like the what how they made it sound that was great everything in the letters and the postcards that you read of you they looked and sounded just like what i would expect someone like actually on a trip completely immersive yeah it was so it didn't seem fake but, at all, but it was really cool. But a counterpoint to that, if, if they're going for this realistic view, then so many of the things in there just aren't realistic. Like, again, there's these locked rooms that are like, did she, re- you know, would she really like, okay, I'm leaving to be with my partner. Am I going to really go and lock all these rooms up so that you have to find this in a linear Wait, path? Why, would, only, only... Why, why is the room, yeah, I, I get, I get you know, what like, why, why is the Why is the key right there in the, next to the front door where anybody can, mm. you know, like, I mean, it's oh, just so that's, like, that, that's not yes. not realistic. That's just like, I was, maybe on your level stupid, but that doesn't mean it's not. I mean, realistic. like a, no, a lot right. of people would put them underneath the front mat. Yeah, of a house. That's and then like why why am I getting audio of the journal, but I don't find the journal till the end? Well, that's yeah. the storytelling. That's not unrealistic. But see, again, so, but, but I, I do understand the, is, the do, fact that is it's it realistic the, or not? I it, mean, it was kind of weird to me that the door to the right as you come in is locked, and you eventually find out that it's. Just the dining room and the kitchen. It's like, why the hell would that be locked? So that that part to me was a little weird. Yeah. But 
I, I understand why they yeah. did it. No, they I understand why they did it, it but like, but it's, 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 I'm saying it's in forced. context of realism. But that's the only locked door that I feel Well, and you unlock it from the other side yes. without a thing. It could be one of them. My front door is one of those ones that just locks automatically. No, but this is the door inside. This I know, it, but it's a, one of those, that was the servant. I mean, this is a big, old house. You know, the people yeah. are making the stuff in the kitchen and the garden is not necessarily the part of the regular house. There are doors inside yeah, houses there was that a have thing. locks. And then there's ones that it's like if you twist on the one side and you close the door, you don't realize that you've locked the door. It's not necessarily that she went in with the skeleton key was like, let me lock this door and no one can go in there. I'm just not buying it. Yeah, I mean, that's, we're stretching now to, to make up like, okay. Uh, it is an old house. It looks like it was meant for a family, a very wealthy family plus servants. So yes, I could see the separation of that that you would have in these old houses where you right. have... You know, yeah, the, the main family's area. But there's, other, but there's other rooms over there also that aren't... So there's a big dining it, hall. That, that's not a servant room. There's right. a big... There's a like that kind of like couch area that's like a, a living you know, a living room kind of area. That's also not a servant yeah. room. So it's not just, oh, that's the servant quarters. Yeah, I'm, We're going to lock them out. I completely well, need that locks. There are houses, big houses, that have locks inside. Before Wait, we started this game, she didn't accidentally close any. That's something they wanted to say earlier from... I was going to, I think it's a little bit past now, but I think in regards to the story being realistic, which I guess is kind of what we're still debating, sort of, I wanted to read the end uh, two paragraphs of Polygon's, just a little article they wrote to explain why they gave Gone Home Game of the Year 2013. And the last two paragraphs read, And it's believable that in the various private spaces in the Greenbrier house, these people have their own interior lives and their own secrets and desires. This is a profoundly simple and deeply human experience, one that we can relate to in a way that video games don't normally allow or really even interest themselves in. That the game also tackles teenage coming of age, the discovery of sexuality, childhood abuse, and infidelity, and treats them as staples of the American family identity, an identity that many of us share, is all the more unusual. But it's only unusual in video games. That's what makes Gone Home so powerful. It's not unusual, it's ordinary. They may sound strange, but an industry dominated by sci-fi and fantasy tropes, violence and an obsession with heroism, it wasn't a floating city in the sky that took our breath away, but rather a trip back home and the exploration of a single house, seen through the eyes of a stranger. And I feel like that is, like, a good paragraph that explains why this game is special. And even if the details of what doors were locked or what paths the developers kind of, like, locked out to make us follow the story the way they wanted us to see, and however much of that may have been due to budgetary constraints, I think they did do something special, which was really to make us all feel involved. Like, I think... I think a lot of times when I listen to voice acting in games, no matter how good the voice acting is, at some point I'm always thinking about... This must have been weird to voice act, or like, how did they write right, this? You're, you're, you're there's always a moment how. of immersion breaking. But in this one, I was like, did I like for a while? I was convinced that this was an actual story of one of the developers' kids. I was like, I don't know how. Like, whoever they got to read this is doing a bang up job, and those postcards look like they were written by actual teenagers. Like, yeah, I don't really care what doors were locked. It was those moments when I was like, their explanation of like the first period. Yeah. Like what? just, I missed yeah. those. Tell I me, did you miss those? What? I miss what? those. So, Alberto, Alberto, so, give us on a, you, man. So, no, tell this, us about this it. The, this was the the menstrual cycle, uh, or just the, the oh, the, the sorry, the fertilization of the egg. Yeah, the, the, just the, the oh the yes, yes, yes. There are yes, yes. yes. The moments so they, like that in that game. I was just like, like somebody tell the damn story. Oh, sorry. Essentially, the both the girls took a sex ed class when they reached a certain grade. Respectively, obviously, Caitlin for Sam. But you find Sam's first, and the assignment was they there were two paragraphs 
bunch of sentences in different orders. One of them was a list of certain steps within a woman's cycle, and you had to either put those in order, or the second option, the list of order, like, or a bunch of sentences of the male cycle when they're about to ejaculate. Uh, essentially going before that. But... Right, the, the, the female right. version was like the, the whole monthly I, I, cycle, whereas the, the male version was just the sex part. Right, yeah. The only real cycle that we had <laughs> has been. But anyway, um, so obviously both, well not obviously, but both of the girls picked the female cycle, and when you see the comparison between the two of them, like, Sam's goes on through this, like, this story of this woman in Germany who is just... During World War II. Yeah, during World War II. It's so, just this very depressing story. It's a very depressing story. It's very, very well written. Actually. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and when first off, she gets the cycle in the correct order, which was hilarious with the way that it fit with the story. Like, it was just, it was a depressing story. Yeah, it was like... Accurate. The, the, she either met or was with her significant other, and then they they had to go into hiding. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, like they were going to have sex, but then he died or yep. something, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then like her <laughs> egg just wasn't used, and then she went to like one of the, um, uh, internment camps, or the, uh, yeah, internment camps, right? That's Conservation camps. Thank you. Um, and found some officers there, like saw some officers, and then that's when a new egg started, <laughs> like, coming out, like, getting ready for the new cycle. It was really weird. So, Nate, you kind of described how you thought that the two different stories from the sisters kind of helps define who the characters were, right? Yeah, so you find that one, and then later in the game you find Caitlin's up in some box in the attic, or... No, 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 it's in the basement. Yeah, yeah, it's in the basement. It's totally vanilla, too. And hers is vanilla. It's like, here is the order in which these things happen. Here is a story that I tell about these things. It's just written basically like a textbook. I think that's a phenomenal example of characterization, and I think it's one of my favorite examples of characterization I think I've like ever seen in any game. Because while doing so little, first of all, I felt like I just stumbled upon it. Because I don't even think you need to really find you don't need you don't, know, yeah I'm yours at all. I'm not entirely sure that I found these. Yeah, it's a little hard to find. Yeah, hers is harder to find. But I think yeah. it does a great example of showing whose story this is, yes. while so still reminding you, you. You have an interesting point, like about that, that like that your main character is a person, and she is the main character, but she's also just kind of. Is she the main character? Not no. Just because no. you're playing her, right? yeah. She, uh, Protagonist, man. but not the main character. Yes. Which is a weird delineation, but yeah. not very often. Yeah. Ever. I thought it was more though when I was originally reading it. I thought it was more that they were just kind of doing it as like a contrast, just to show you like how the younger daughter is. But I didn't know if that meant necessarily that. But it, but it could. I mean, that Caitlin is very well, straight edge. So I'm actually. On a side note for that, did any of you guys um, look at the trophies in the foyer? I looked they're at all them. hers. They're yeah, all they're all Caitlin's. Caitlin's yeah. And so, like, I thought that this was just kind of like an extension of that, like, where oh. she was the good child. She, yeah, she, yeah, she's the one that, that the parents wanted to showcase. Yeah, I'm not sure. So showcasing, but she's the fact boring. that she is showcaseable. I mean. Right. If your kid doesn't play sports, then you're not going to have to be. It is, to yeah. Out. She's she's got everything on paper. She's like that girl on OK Cupid. You're like, yeah. Then you meet in person. You're like, man, I no, wish this girl no. was more <laughs> like Sam. <laughs> I was like, nope. Is it really that she's boring, or is it just that she's no? Of normal? Course not. It's not boring. No, of and, course and, not. Yeah, I'm just being facetious. Like, like, no, no, but, uh, but, but it's irrelevant to the story. Well, uh, 
thing. That's maybe not irrelevant. Like She's kind yeah, of the Kayla vehicle. Yeah, to the story. I completely oh, it, agree. Yeah. Oh, but wow. she could be. I mean, couldn't so it just be anybody else going through it? It could be anybody else going through it. Like, maybe you were just No, 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 no. It could not be anyone else going through it, because specifically, Sam is writing to Caitlin about this. Like... I, I wanted to bring this up earlier, but Sam. But if it was is, Dear Diary instead of Dear Caitlin, I don't think that would have been in right. No, no, no. no but it, it would have degraded the story. But yeah. what I want to bring in is that sure. it seems like that Sam and Caitlin's relationship before Caitlin went on this trip was very close and very, you know, yeah. a lot closer sibling-wise than I think is is normal. At least like my the, personal experience. <laughs> like the thing, also, honestly, with it is, I I think that in a way, even if you did have anybody else doing it. For instance, like, say, like, an investigator going in and reading it. Like, if I were to go through a house and read a bunch of journal entries that said, like, Caitlin, I'm going to write this, like, if I'm actually speaking to you, I'd still feel a connection to it, even if I wasn't Caitlin, because they're saying that they're talking to an actual yeah. being, like, an actual person, and not... Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a narrator narrating to the void. It's right. a narrator narrating to you as Caitlin, as this person's sister. Right. Whether or not you're playing Caitlin, Caitlin at that not. point exactly. is kind of a Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so so if there was, if there was some, I don't, like I a don't detective, know. like, like a, a police yeah. detective coming in, you know, because maybe somebody called and said, oh, there's, you know, the lights on the house and I haven't seen anybody yeah. in that house for days. Can you go check it out? And they go in and, and, and you're playing the police detective. You're playing, you know, Joe detective. Yeah. And not Caitlin. Is the whole experience the same? Or I is think it the, the experience would have been slightly degraded, but the the heart of it would have still been there. Yeah. Because you're still yeah, finding that's... out where she is and what she's doing and, and, and you know, the, this whole love interest thing. What I wanted to bring up is that since Caitlin and Sam were so close before Caitlin went on this trip, then I think Sam feels kind of guilty in not sharing this part of her during the time that Caitlin was abroad. So she writes this very detailed, very heartfelt diary to Caitlin to explain to her, hey, this is what oh, I yeah. wasn't able to tell you. This yeah. is what has been going on in my life. So, and, and this is a very big part of my life now. Wow. So but that, here's a question. that would explain so, the closeness is because it's like making up for the lag. Yeah, yeah. making up for the fact that, that if, if, if she had written that. this in a postcard or something, then everyone and her mother would have read it on the way over. Doesn't she <laughs> make some kind of... But really, like, why, why couldn't she just write that letter when she says they that knew she where she was? She like, feels why, bad for not. Like, it's just weird that, like, okay, I'm gonna leave it in the journal it, and then hide it, and then <laughs> well, make her it, go find it, and then. Oh. So, and like, I, I have to bring out something a little more, more personal here, but it's like that coming out story is is very hard, and you don't really want to write it down because you're not really. Yeah. Accepting is of that she at, at the actually time. writing it with the intention of giving it to her sister this whole time, or is she treating it like a diary, and as if the diary is her sister who she's speaking to? Yeah, so she's just doing it for that's, that's herself, kind of, yeah. wishing that she was telling her sister, or is she actually writing this down with the intention that one day her sister will come home and she will give her this? Like, I think that she maybe, hadn't run off with Lonnie. I, I think that she, that she is. She's definitely writing it thinking of herself first and just using that vehicle of talking to her sister at, to make it easier because that is that puts you in a different mindset than just writing words into a diary by itself with no context inside of your own head whether or not she wanted Caitlin to actually read it at the end I think is irrelevant to her at the time that she's writing it she's putting it down on paper to make it real to as part of her own acceptance process 
again, whether or not Caitlin reads it at the end, if she does, fantastic. That's awesome. That's one less person that I need to tell by myself. But uh, but if she doesn't, then then it's there. I've already practiced telling someone about this part of my life that I haven't really told anyone before. The sister's yeah. a vehicle. Yes, just a, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's also partially. But maybe if you're going else through the story, you're not going to find out about yourself walking through a house somewhere. It's partially because this real story is about the sister, but it's also logically if you're walking through a house. The items you're going to pick up aren't going to be your own items because you already you know about there. yourself. Yeah, and you also have never been in this house. Well, you've never been in that house, but you could go in. Well, her room's all boxed up. But a lot of the yeah. stuff, if there's any item that is really all about you, you're not necessarily going to pick it up and examine the back or read a note that you wrote well, to that's yourself. What I always, so you're I, I, mostly going to see <laughs> things that you're going to pick up. You're going to examine the stuff. That's something I had a problem with, too, is that like you're supposed to be Caitlin, and you've sent things like postcards. So you're picking it up, and you're flipping it over, and you're reading this stuff, but like... You know, I'm not going to pick up a postcard that I send to read was on my uh, postcard. I completely disagree. I, I completely it. disagree. I, I, keep my postcards. I wrote I this entire sheet over here about the next game we're playing, and I couldn't tell you what's on the thing. I wrote a postcard about Alberto like, in Boston just a couple weeks ago. And if, if I knew I, I where think it was, the, the, I would reread it. I think just the, the act of, of writing something down on a postcard feeds into the, the fact that you're trying to to put a little bit of your of your mindset of your of your emotions and your memories into that that it's postcard. a little piece you of yourself yeah absolutely like for, like for instance especially if you're writing anything remotely personal like even on the postcard to Alberta, it was like hey dude where are you at brother you're dumb I'm having fun in Boston there's glitter on the front lol Kesha and I would still be like I'm gonna read that but if it was you mean about, KD like, dollar sign huh I, yeah not anymore got rid of the dollar sign yo <laughs> out of rehab Damn. things change Damn, but no, Sorry. no, but like, so either earlier this year or late last year, uh, my mom uh, sent me a photo of a old, old like letter I wrote to my cousins in Mexico, and like my handwriting's terrible, my Spanish was off, like just like the <laughs> spelling and it was terrible, but it was it was so cool to see, and it was it was like one of those things where like if I was like going through like looking through that stuff, I. Like, if I ever went through the boxes that I have right now that are under my bed that, like, of, like, old yearbooks and stuff like that, I would not be able to go, like, to the yearbook and just be like, okay, whatever, put it. Like, I would actually look through it and, like, just relive that kind of stuff and just, like, see, even if it was just, like, stuff that I wrote, like, that's, like, like, the whole act of, like, picking up, like, a trophy and, like, looking at it seems so natural to me, like, even though it was my own. Or, well, the kids. Um... On the point of reading your old stuff, the other thing we talked about, Captain Allegra. Captain Allegra is this novel or, or story that Sam has been writing for a very long time. And originally, it's a story about a, a pirate captain and, and you know, her, her exploits and whatever. And the first mate originally is, is male, is a dude. Because he's supposed to be David. Daniel. Daniel. Is D something? Sorry. <laughs> I'm horrible with names. The big D. Oh, this so will be an speak. ongoing thing. I'm horrible with names. Right. Anyways. So the first mate is originally male, and in one of the the stories that Sam is writing, the first mate gets captured by this village of indigenous people somewhere in South America or whatever. It doesn't really matter, and gets thrown down into certain death. This water is either poison or acid well, or whatever. Well, I'm not sure they just explain. Was like we don't, they yeah, don't know what it is. Really they know. just know that the queen, they have to yeah. do this sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. It, she, she's being, he's being sacrificed, and he gets thrown into the water, and instead of dying, 
couple of minutes later, after Sam was like grieving the loss of his first mate or whatever, he reascends as a as a female. A rady. Yes. I feel like this was more story than was in Tomb Raider, by the way. But Agreed. go on. So I, I think that this was supposed to be Sam's acceptance of her own sexuality at that point, because she is changing this character of her first maid, which is supposed to be this this Well, really the question is, companion. is it a companion or a love interest originally? Is yeah, there that was my question. Or not? I, 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 think I think it was originally just like, okay, they were childhood friends, and she was like, okay, I'm going to write, you know, I'm writing this, like kids, like I'm writing this story, and I'm going to put, you know, and, and you put in people you know, and this was her friend, so she puts it in it, but then, you know, when she starts so, to realize who she, she is inside... And she but she cuts him that, off like, her, before that. Like, like, why don't you introduce a new they character? They moved away, but she was super to the parents, being like, hey, you need to call Daniel, and well, she went the total other direction. Well, I, like, I never like, liked him. I thought that was friends. more at that point because she started to realize who she was, and was like, okay, well, because like, But she didn't even know Lonnie yet at that point. She started pushing away Daniel before she ever met Lonnie or before yes. she ever thought that yeah, she was, was lesbian. Be- so is it because she had feelings for him and because she moved away she just pushed I, it away? I, I Did she already realize that she wasn't actually attracted to him but she thought that she should be because he was a I, guy? I, like, I think it, yeah, it's that she, she thought, Sam thought that, that she should be attracted to him because, you know, that that's what was expected of her. And and going back to the to the fact that uh, that Caitlin is, is the poster child of this family, she was like, well, shit, I need to do something to, to you know, hold a candle up to my sister, and, and this should be the thing that I should do. And and she keeps writing these, these stories, and eventually, you know, the, the character changes from, from male to female. I, I just think that that's a very, very powerful thing to do. Like Will was saying, why not just create a brand new character? Why not just uh, bring in, like, write up, the first mate died, I need to find a new one, and the first the, the one that I found was female. Like, there are so many other ways to get to the same outcome of I now want a female first officer with me, but this one was all that much more powerful. So it begs the question whether the the first mate was supposed to be the love interest. Because if it was just another friend, okay, the friend died. Fine. Whatever. Find someone new. Find why, someone did, new. why did it have to transfer? Why, was why did it, it just to become a, yes. something else? Well, see, why was it was, this big transformation? Well, I thought it was more like it was the transformation, be- not necessarily because Daniel was a, a lover, but more just that like it was her transformation from her complete realization that I know, you know, like, I'm no longer into guys, I'm into you so, know, girls, and that this is my, the like, was she early actually into guys? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah cut to the chase. Thing, but, like, Do you it, think she was interested in Daniel? I think so. I personally, personally I think I don't so. think so. I think it was more just like a chuck. From oh, the, we did discuss um, at some bathroom, point. From the bathroom, Alberto said she <laughs> said she was. There is a conversation or an audio dialogue <laughs> at the end where in the kitchen, Daniel came and visited her and she talks with him. Yes. And they have it a very... super awkward. It was super oh, awkward. Oh, I missed this. Tell me again. Yes, there was an audio log of Daniel finally coming back and giving the damn game. Oh yeah, to getting the Sam. game back. Or, yeah, she had it. Yeah, okay. And they had this the big. And she... It was in the kitchen. Yeah. She I said right. the kitchen. I said the kitchen. Calm down. Thank you. I couldn't hear you. So it was in the kitchen. <laughs> Thank and, you. And, and 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 Daniel finally gets the game back from Sam, and and it was a super super awkward conversation. That if it was just friends, it would not have been that awkward. It was like, okay, you you know, we because moved away. She totally. She. It, I think actually she confided in him all of it. It's a little fuzzy if she actually said that she fuzzy. was lesbian in it or if she just told the fact that like, she loved someone and that person was gone. Yeah. She doesn't exactly say whether or not, but so, she clearly is confiding in, and it felt to me like she was finally letting go of the fact that she had felt that feeling towards him and was letting yeah, I that rest. I kind of want to hear from Alberto and Nathan. 
Nate. Sorry, I was in the bathroom. It's, it's what, what Nate. Like? Nate. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Do you see? It's like Uncharted. Like it's much, much less Much less formal last time. Right? It's just like Uncharted. I need Nate. to blow my nose. That's hey. correct. It's not like Uncharted at all in any other way. I'm sorry, what did you say? Do you feel like she had... Uh, young romantic feelings for the big D, or I mean, yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> he was the only guy available. He had an N sixty four. He had all the trappings of a, a young Nintendo man of some kind. But do you think it was romantic or just friendly? I didn't get a particular feeling from the story, other than I think logic afterwards analytically led me to conclude that maybe she did. But I never got the feeling from the notes or anything that she was lusting for this dude in any way. What do you think, Alberto? So I would say that when she first met him, like she admits that one, like when, that she just kind of thought that he was weird, but yeah, he had a Nintendo, and so so it was love. Did she admit? That's what she tells her parents. She leaves a note telling her mm. parents to go away and leave because Daniel keeps calling, and she's like, "He was never actually my friend. He was just the weirdo down the street that had." The of video games. But that's what she's telling her well, parents. No, no, but there, there's another, Does she actually ever admit the, yeah, that? Yeah, there's another another note that she makes, and she was like, like, yeah, like, he had Nintendo, and, so, like, there, so there's the note for the parents that she says when she says video games, but there's another note where she actually makes basically the same exact comment, but uses the word Nintendo, and I, I believe mean. that that one is addressed to Caitlin, not her parents. So I, I'm under the impression that at first, it was purely just, like, yeah, he, yeah. Well, if if even platonic, more like he's got something that I want to play with, so I'm gonna just go ahead and deal with him being awkward and weird, just so I can play this video game because I really want to, or play video games because I really want to. But then I think that with her talking about like in the kitchen where she meets up with him again and mm-hmm. like kind of like realizes how badly she treated him. Mm-hmm. That and like the, like what she ends up feeling with that, I think that that to me makes me interpret it as she realizes, oh, like I actually care about this person probably maybe a little bit more than just. Well, I'm just kind of curious. You're, you're gonna be close enough, than I right? Yeah, more more than if I you're gonna be close enough to someone to make them your first mate. Isn't he actually the first mate I at, think at so. any point? Like it's actually yes. there's a high. Yes. his name is Daniel or something. I can't remember. If there's you're something gonna, in the, in the, it's from a young the, age. Yeah, too. I, I think there's something in the initial, the initial, initial scribbling like story that she yeah. scribbled together mm-hmm. in like third grade or whatever that, yeah. that she either yes. mentions that, that it's Daniel so, or or heavily implies. If yes. you're going to be such good friends with someone, platonic or not, that they become the main character in your story that you continue throughout your life that you mm-hmm. like to write and base things off of, why would you then turn around and like rage against your parents that you were never close and it wasn't actually a friendship? To me, that's the kind of thing you do with like the dude that you'd liked and your parents keep asking why he's not around anymore and you're like, Psh, hey, I didn't like him and shut what, up. I was stupid. Such like, so. you would just, right. If you were just friends and you moved away and grew apart, you'd just tell your, friend, your parents like, Dude, we're not friends anymore. Just stop it. But she actually goes a step further and was like, "We were never close," which right. is a blatant lie because she was close. So yeah. why the lie? That's what makes so, me think there was more to it than that. From another perspective, right? It could be that she was just—it was a convenient. We were together, and it wasn't until later that she realized that there was it was more. projecting. To others that there was more or even that to him there was more but she didn't feel yeah. that in the first place 
No, I, I think that's. I I think I I know what you're saying, but that conversation in the in the in the dining room, for me, blows that theory out of the water. Can you re- remind like, me what that I, conversation I, was? It it was like such an awkward conversation between the two of them that yeah. it it for me heavily implied that there was something there. Maybe she totally broke down and admitted yeah. that she had completely cut him off and that she felt awful yeah. about it and that and she was. Giving but her I can see her cutting that, him off if she was all of a sudden. I mean, okay. but it wasn't that well, kind of no, a breakup. You're right, no, yeah. but was, okay. So if I had like a best friend, right? Alberto's my best friend. And all of a sudden, Sorry, he comes out. <laughs> wow. You know, we're close. We dance all close together. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm gay. Like, I I, I like to think that I'd be like, okay, well, I'm cool with that. Whatever. Right. No, it's all But true. I he meet it. <laughs> but I might be immediately like, dude, I can't handle this. Get out of my life. Right. Leave me alone. Wow. Right. Right. I, I, can, I can see that as a a response of kind of feeling violated. And so if you're this girl who thinks that she's just has, you're just supposed to be my best friend. And all of a sudden out of, you think out of nowhere, he's bringing these romantic feelings into this relationship. I can see you like immediately turning on that. Like, so you're saying that even before she met Lonnie, she already realized that she might. I don't, I don't, I really don't know. you're, You're implying that she, there has to be some already emotion of realizing that she's not straight when I, she's friends honestly, with him. But I that no fr- idea. But that friendship is cut before she moves. Mm-hmm. It's cut at least when she moves, if not prior. It sounds kind of like it wasn't an overnight thing. Like maybe she put something had happened, but at least before she moved, she does not talk to him and she does not realize about Lonnie. I'm a little fuzzy on the timeline, but it takes her quite a while to meet Lonnie after starting the school, and to realize that she likes Lonnie, she's already cut Daniel out of her life. So where in there would she have realized that, whoa, he's putting on the romantic and I'm into girls? Well, I don't think she don't, realizes that she's into girls until she meets Lonnie. And she's I don't like, think whoa. those things have to be the same yeah, I was realization. Just I agree with that. You can say you that, don't realize you're into girls, but you realize that you're like, whoa, you, I don't want you I don't to put want emotional. this guy to be into right. me. I mean, or I don't want this person to be into me. Per, whether yeah. or not you realize that... It's it's the gender that has anything to do yeah, with it. I mean, for all we know, she could also be bi. Uh, oh damn! Good point. I mean, she's still that's eighteen. A great and that's, point. I feel like it's that's more likely. I feel like that she did have feelings for, for him, for but she we realized know, her that she truly right. likes. It's just a phase, and you know, two weeks later, she's gonna. Yeah, we I don't mean, really know. Yeah, I mean, like she's she's really young. Who's who knows? But you know, there's there's she's still well, there's some theories about out, right? there as a sliding scale, anyways. And at the moment, she's just on the sliding scale of she likes no the dick, Kinsey's but Kinsey scale. Yeah, it's just kind of That's like I don't movie. think that it means that she wasn't. I felt like yeah. she was with Daniel or not with him. She liked him. I don't know. Alright, I'm looking at one up later. The Kinsey scale, in, in essence, it ranks people from a scale of 1 to 10 in terms six. of... Or, thank you, thank you. 1 to 6 in terms of how... <laughs> 1 to 6. Is relevant to me. Get it? They are. Get it? Sounds like sex. Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah. So, You're uh, welcome. Actually, I think it's technically 0 to 6. But, anyways. I mean, yeah. um, 0 being, like... Completely heterosexual with zero homosexual tendencies, Not and me. six being completely homosexual with zero heterosexual tendencies. Right. The numbers in between grade the scale, like okay, yeah, right, somewhere. Right. Um, My six is there. A very it sounds like sex. 
and I, I actually honestly I wouldn't do the levels kind of make sense. The levels do kind six of six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Steps. I wouldn't be surprised though. If well, that, the, the the wording of it is 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 meant to be on a on a six point scale. Right. Just the wording of the different scales. It's logarithmic. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually linear. Super it's actually linear. <laughs> Just incredible. Is a two two is three times more gay than a one. <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry. Yeah, it's a, it's I don't think that's movie. true, but I hope it is. I haven't seen the movie. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. So we got anything else on our notes here? Uh, well, we missed the... So, Go we got plenty of stuff. What, what's, what's next? So, oh, one of the things the that we thing tend... you jumped in on. Earlier. Oh, yeah, the abuse. There we go. Oh, uh, Polygon, the end of Polygon's article mentioned uh, that the game tackled abuse, and I was like... Most of us missed that. What's that? I was going to say... And Esteban... It, it is... Could, could all over think it. that they might have also been bringing in emotional abuse into that? Yeah, but I don't feel like that was too I would, prominent I would say that I would think that, the, that Sam definitely would accuse her parents of that. Um, How so? I totally really? missed the conversation of her telling so? her parents. Huh? Just with I mean, the simple, with her, like, you'll outgrow it? I mean, of... I feel like I was the only person who actually saw that last that conversation. I don't know how I'm the only one who caught no, it. No, I remember that, too. I totally yeah, missed same. it. But I don't. I don't think that's quite a. That and also, I just it think it's just like I, I, I don't. I mean, like spiteful or hurtful, but it didn't feel abusive. Yeah. Well, no, it, it was no, just no. The, uh, at least the one that I caught, which was uh, the one right after uh, Sam invites Sonny over to dinner or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the mom was apparently a little bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Have you never had your parents? Exactly. Over to friends that they don't like. I've brought friends over that my parents are less than enthused about. Advice for I'm not. That's not. That's not abuse. <laughs> We're gonna go. No, I don't, but, well, I, I, actually, I would say, I would think that what we would define an abuse is all in the eyes of whoever is perceiving it. Well, yeah, yes, but, but that's the, a slippery the, slope. The abuse that we're, that we're actually talking about here is the one that is implied between Terrence. Yep. Is his name? I'll read you the bit. Uh, from yes, Wikipedia, please. it says, although that, although not necessary to unfold the main story plot, additional clues may be found which explain the background of Caitlin's great uncle Oscar Masson, the previous owner of the house. In the way of letters, newspaper clippings, special dates considered important to numerous characters, and evidence hinting at the relationship between Oscar and Caitlin's father Terence, it is revealed that Oscar committed a serious grievance within the family and was ostracized by Terence's mother, Oscar's sister, as well as Terence himself, suggesting that Terence may have been abused by Oscar as a boy. Oh. Newspaper clippings reveal that Oscar had died in the house, and events the players encounter suggest that the house may be haunted by Oscar's spirit, though there is no interaction between the player and Oscar. I want to know about the haunting. The haunting is just... Is that just the newspaper like referring to it as haunted? Yeah, I think it's just the newspaper referring the, to it as haunted, and everyone else thinking that the house is haunted. And, the beginning and, and, of the relationship between... Sam and Lonnie is yeah. her going like, oh, the girl who lives in that haunted house. Right. Well, because her introduction what, at, at the school was like, oh, I, I'm the one that lives in the house in the hill. But there's got to be And like, everyone else is like, oh, what's you the, live in the haunted house. Dude, yeah. What's the one link that ties Mr. Masson with the house? Like, there's probably, I know that you had mentioned that there, the portrait downstairs had his picture torn off. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which is, we never me, find it, by the way. We do find a picture of him that is used in the in the summoning of the spirits or whatever underneath oh, yeah. right. the, the thing, but it's not the same portrait oh. that is, that's the painting, because the picture right. that we find is a picture, whereas the, the, the portrait downstairs is more of a painting. Yeah. Um, so th- there there are some indications that uh, that, that Terrence and, and uh, Oscar have had a very strange relationship as adults. Right. Um, I really... 
at least I personally didn't find any um, any evidence to to say what actually happened between them. But there there is some stuff about uh, about Terrence's mother, you know, essentially kicking Oscar out of the out of the family, and uh, the 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 thing that clued me in to the fact that there was something between these two characters is uh, is the note which is tied or glued or whatever to the back of, of one of the books that Terrence sends right. to Oscar. And Oscar writes back saying, you know, I know that a lot of authors use their, their works as semi-autobiographies, but this was, you know, kind of crossing the line. It was a little too personal. You should have done a better job of hiding it, yada, 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 yada. So it's it it does seem to imply that there was something you know really wrong in the relationship between Oscar and Terrence. I totally, I missed that it, Oscar was the uncle for some reason. I assume that was a letter from a dad. It came to, when I read it. It came more across as a the judgmental parent that you can yes. never make happy. Mm-hmm. And I thought the letter was like, well, you you tried and it wasn't bad it it kind of was but you know good try that's how i read it i didn't it get does I didn't connect that Oscar. I didn't it, it does kind of come things. off that way but there are some things in, in there that that seem to imply that that uh that terrence just should not have put those well things i can't imagine from what we little we know yes. about the stories themselves nothing in there is implied that there's any kind of abuse at all. The stories are about going back in time or, or someone sending whatever back in time and stopping yeah. assassinations. Nowhere in that does it hint at all True. that there's some kind of personal, deep, or abusive storyline. There very well could be, I mean, yeah, but they're but not giving you any of that sort of... I, under, I get why the letter could attach to that, and obviously other people have seen it too, but it seems like a stretch to say that that book would have anything in it that would have I, to do with I, I, I think number. it's just one of those those things that you come back years later and you're like, you know, I need to make peace with this. So he just sent the book to, to Oscar as like a, a an olive offering, branch. Yeah. yeah. Of like, here, well, I just, I this is what I wrote the book about. itself, I've, I've he was saying it. the book itself in some way crossed the line because it used his own life story. Yeah. I'm just trying to imagine what kind of life story he could fit into a crime novel that would... You never know. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is true. Yeah, we but read definitely it. something sparked Oscar's something. response inside of, of the the storyline in, in in that yeah. book specifically for him to write such a stern letter back to Terrence. So, if there was such a a rivalry between Oscar and Terrence, why did Oscar leave the house to Terrence? I I think the same reason he wanted to make peace with himself, and it's just like you know this is this is an awesome house. I don't want it to get lost, and and you know sent to the government or whatever, so I'm going to leave it to, to the one person that I, I need to make peace with. That book was worth a lot of money in the end. Mm-hmm. Well, do we think that he sent him the book before he was bequeathed the house? Oh, I think so. Okay, then yeah. That was a smart choice. There you go. 30 bucks here. Massive haunted mansion there. <laughs> nice. You know, on Steam, the recent news down yeah. below, either the first or the second right there is... Uh, this series that a woman named Kara Ellison writes called S.exe, and this was just one of the entries on Gone Home. And it was an article that I had no idea where it was going at first. It's very long, and it was about her emotional response to Gone Home as a woman. And about maybe a third of the way through, she there's kind of a, like a section cut, and she basically segues into talking about her childhood. And basically what she says is that she was a misogynist, 
as a child, and she had very troubled relationships with she being... She was a misogynist? Yeah, she had very troubled relationships with women. She really disliked women. She very much strongly identified with men. She had a very troubled relationship with her peers, like, when she was... It's particularly the age in which, you know, Gone Home takes place, like, in her teens and stuff. And I think that uh, reading that after I beat it the first time, or you get beat it, quote, <laughs> Uh, and going through and seeing Alberta play it, I felt pretty connected to the story, imagining how she talks about how Gone Home like has impacted her. Playing it, I think, helped her achieve a lot more like like acceptance of just being a woman. I think it, I would really recommend reading the article. It's pretty interesting. But um, I think that her story rang pretty true to me when I was watching Alberta play it again, and it really impacted like my involvement in the story. So one of the things we always do before we end is do a point score. Do you want to do a point score, and then we'll take a quick break? Yep, I'll go first. Or something? Go ahead, Couch Guy. Ten! I love this game. This game's awesome. It made me feel things. I liked its length. I liked the fact that it was developed by three people. I think that anything that would have made it better objectively in the way that I think Brian was talking about would have detracted from the purity or the like uncompromisingly small size of the development team. The score was really well done, really minimalist. I thought that there was a score. Yeah, I, I honestly don't. <laughs> By Chris Remo. I mean, actually, he, actually, yeah, I, yeah. That, that's kind of facetious because I did buy the thing with the score and I listened to it. But nice. Does that mean you got the audio recordings too? Uh, I don't think so. I, I think, think it's only so the fucking yeah. awesome. Because oh, yeah, if you bought the deluxe edition, it came with the soundtrack and all the audio logs as MP3s. Awesome. Huh. I like this game a lot. I think that it was one of those things where, for me, it was just hit the sweet spot. It may not have been objectively the perfect game, but Everything about it and the things that it didn't quite do perfectly still just worked for me. The voice acting. So good. Brian should go next as the contrast. Ooh, there you go. Go, go for it. Go for it. Well, I was debating it, but I guess I'll just take the average of where I was debating. So I'll go with the three and a half. Um, wow. Out of ten? Woo! Wow. I mean, I like indie games. I just didn't like... You know, I didn't like where they went with the game, you know, in terms of the gameplay in general really suffered for me. I mean, yes, they had a small team. Yes, I'm sure they were they were constrained with normal things that indie games are constrained with, time, budget being the top two. But they just there's a lot of other things they could have done. There's a lot of other games that I, indie games I played that, you know, I just felt more, you know, and again, there's just a lot of things that were in this thing that I just, you know, when when actually Nate brought it up before a walking simulator, it just kind of yeah. it kind of hit it to me. I'm like, yeah, it that's true for you. Yeah, I'm like, it, it really. I mean, honestly, like I said, you could basically. I mean, this you know the story had a you know like just the sister story was was good, but you could have just put that as, as a as a you know like okay, here's the game. I'll give you this you know audio recording or this note and just tell you the story, and it would have been the same to me as me walking around the house in this linear fashion to find out that same story. It didn't, you know, I didn't need, I didn't find any value in going from these rooms that if you had just told me the story, like if she had just sent like a, you know, like a phone call and a mess, you know, left a, a message on tape and gave me that same story, even broken up into different things, you know, parts, I would have gotten the same value to me. So it just didn't seem like, you know, and then again, they just put in a lot of things that like, like, okay, we have all these items to pick up, but they don't but all do no that much. I mean, okay, there was one part where you could put the tape in to hear the music, but that was about it. Like, I'm picking up pencils, I'm picking up binders, I'm picking up groceries, but 
to do what? To, to you know, most of those things I threw. Okay, there's some parts where like a book and you could flip it over and read like the the you know the note on the you know the, the father's book or something. But most things. You know, you pick up. But it was the exception rather than the rule. Yeah, so. and, and that also made it that by by near towards the end of the game, I got sick of picking things up, and I probably missed part of what you guys were saying. Some of the things that you guys picked up, you know, like storylines, because I'm like, I'm sick of picking up items. You know, <laughs> insufficient so. interactivity. Sounds like so. That's so pretty for reasonable. Me, I loved this story, and it, as much as I didn't want to, it really got to me. Um, like I said, I was really trying to just but fly question, through this thing. But here's the question. Just, he but here's the question. So, separate the story <laughs> from the gameplay. Like, if you had just gotten, if somebody, no. you know, if you had read this as, as a comic or like it an audio book, would it have been just yeah. as enjoyable as, say, did you get any extra value by this being yeah. a, a game and actually playing if, through it? If this were a podcast, I would have been, uh, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and that's why, like, completely, that I would only give this thing an 8 out of 10. It was so perfect and personal to me, but I didn't feel like a game. There was no, basically no interactivity for you me. You didn't do anything, I didn't, really. Uh, I mean, you just, again, it's a walking simulator to me. So like, what? The, <laughs> the only thing that I was trying to figure out was where the keys were, and, like... I, I, like you said, if this was a podcast, I would have probably got the same thing that I got out of this, having been a game. Um, so yeah, that's why I think eight. Nice. Worked out nine point five. Nine point eight. Okay, that's a lot. After I commented it, I really wish that I wouldn't have to say this. Boosh. Boosh. I'm I'm with Nate too. I give this game a ten. Motherfucking um, hell yeah! Because like I I mean for the shortest for what it was shortest shortest list of people involved with making this game that I've ever seen for. Any game in my entire life. I haven't played a lot of indie games, so forgive me for those listening. If there's one game out there that has one person at the end of it, then did the entire indie game. <laughs> there's a few of those. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That are like anywhere near this great, too? Or different types. Okay. okay. Less, less pixels. <laughs> yes. They're, they're usually less pixels. Yeah. <laughs> Despite that, like, when, if, if a game, which I do think that this was a game to me, has a great story, and I can relate with the characters in a way that I feel like I'm actually interacting with it, I will love that game. And this one did that. So, I mean, I'm giving this a higher ranking than I gave Heavy Rain. This one gets a 10 for me. That's the one. So... Two! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit! <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's see, where do I start? The overarching story... Sam's overarching story. Like I, like I mentioned before... It's really close to home. It's a coming out story. It's beautifully written. It is uh, heartfelt. It is tender. Tender, not contrived. Yeah. It it has a really good pacing. So even Sam's story by itself, not even including anyone else's information or or story arcs or anything else, I would have still given this game a ten. So even. Sam's story plus everyone else's that just added flavor to the to the game and to the storyline just makes it all that much more interesting. 
having a house filled with all these people's memories and interactions and life experiences is what makes this such a good way to for these stories to come out. I feel that if it had been a podcast or if it had been an audiobook or if it had been even a novel, you would not have had as close and as personal an interaction with the storyline as you did playing through it as as a person walking through the, the rooms of this house. So I honestly believe that just it being an interactive story or or game or whatever you want to call it, this experience was just made it that, that much better. So I give it a 10 out of 10. I'm torn as well. I did quite enjoy it, and parts of it, I can't really fault the game. I'm faulting my expectations of not thinking <laughs> what this is not like the normal game, what Nate means by that when he says it. Um, so I did play through most of it expecting a couple different things to happen. I expected to maybe run into someone or have something jump out or... Run away from the ghost of <laughs> Uncle Sam. That one, yeah, that was... Yeah, I was run away like, from Oscar's, Oscar's ghost. Yeah. Oscar, that's what um, I mean. I definitely... The one thing I can say, I am disappointed because all those things, while I expected them, so when I ended the game quite suddenly in my mind because I didn't actually expect to be at the end, um, I forgave all those things because that was my bad, more so than the game, but the one thing that did bother me was that I couldn't do anything with some most of the items I picked up. Um, I really expected there to be a hidden note, important or not. The inventory really bothered on me. On the um, notepad that you found and being able to scratch on it with the paper or be able to light a candle and open a door or something. I just felt like I could pick up all these items and then not do anything with it. And that was the one thing that I was like, Damn it. it! Tissue boxes and binders too. I just I hate them now. Like <laughs> I picked up every single one of them. Like something has to be on here of importance, and then there was never anything. Like not even a sticky note on the bottom, or a smiley face, or something different to see on any of the. Well, at least the tissue boxes, the what's, binder maybe. What's the game that if you pick up the gnome in the first five minutes of the game and carry it to the very end of the game, you get a trophy for? Does anybody remember oh, that? Well, Isn't I that ha- that's not Half Life, is it? I feel like that was one of the portals or something. Yeah, something. It's like something if you pick up it. a gnome, what? and then the whole it, because Amelie was at the same yes, time. There was a special trophy you got for carrying the gnome with you the entire journey, even though you're doing all kinds of crazy shit. That's <laughs> anyway, sorry. But but on. the inventory. I think that's the reason. So that one, the reason why that bothered me was because the other stuff was all expectations that I just straight up put on it because I expected it to be more like a game game. The inventory, however, really did push it into the direction of there should be more items that I can pick up and keep and use later. If you're going to have this kind of inventory that looks like it has all this space <laughs> and all this stuff. Yeah. Even then, though it was Steam, there were no trophies in this girl. And there were no trophies. That was, was That's like, oh definitely God, deliberate. Failing this? Yeah. yeah, it made sense. And I'm but totally with really that. Good game, anyways. Like even with that, and even the fact that I now hate binders whenever I walk past them. <laughs> if there were trophies, you could lead people into things like figure out that the uncle is an abusive actor. Again, like Polygon, yeah. like Polygon said, man, I think the beauty of this game is how understated it is. I think yes. yeah. a, a single achievement would just kind I of ruin all like, that. I probably would have appreciated Brothers even more so like this if it didn't have the trophies in it. Because I think that Brothers is another example, not quite the same as this one, but there's so much, the same kind of... There's so much more nebulous curiosity. I got so much more out of this podcast 
because there's so much of this stuff that's like, oh. And I think that having those achievements, when I finished Brothers, I got all the achievements, it felt like a case chapter closed. Yeah. I'm never going back to Brothers again. After Gone Home, I did not feel that way. And after this podcast, I most assuredly don't feel that oh, way. Oh, yeah. You gonna play it again? Yeah, I'm gonna go back and be like, "Holy shit!" I'm so curious about all the things. What else did I miss? Yeah, just just go into the options, pick the all the lights are turned on and all the rooms are unlocked, and just go to town. Are those really options in the main? That's hilarious on the main screen. So funny from the beginning. Probably once once you beat it once. From the very beginning. That's amazing. I listened to the podcast with the the guy who made this game, and he was like, "Yeah, man." Was that in? If you were saying to me. Oh, I wanted to play your game, but it was too creepy. There, I thought the ghost would jump out. Like, sure, turn on the lights. I don't give a shit whether yeah. you know. Was it's that... more important for me that you go through and have an experience with this. Was that on tone control? Uh, it's on the giant bomb jump drive. Oh, of course. Okay, cool. Giant bomb, nice. That's awesome. Oh. So score, score, yeah. Or well, continue. Sorry. Sorry. Well, lastly, <laughs> um, I think that it really the story wouldn't have been complete as a podcast or reading or a comic or something. I feel Agreed. like the reason it is so emotional and you're so attached to it is the way you're discovering it, the method you're discovering it, and the timing that you're discovering it, which just can't be repeated in just listening or in even reading it like a book or a comic. Right. So, I eight point five, nine maybe. There's I could expect some more from it, but it was still pretty, still really good game. Like I personally had the same emotional experience to it at the end as I have when I've seen like really really sad movies. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I cried. I had yeah. to take a break. I had to go do something else. Watch something but funny. But it, it almost drags you in more than a movie would yes. normally do because you actually were, well, maybe not. Was there some degree of interactivity? You're... Almost like what you might find in oh, something called a game? <laughs> <laughs> yes, though we've already established that I agree with that. Bam! But I think that because you're discovering it, Ed, you're a character in the actual story finding it's these things. And it's more personal Agreed. as opposed to you watch it on TV. Sure, you can feel personal, but you rarely actually feel like you're in the place of mm-hmm. one of the characters you're. This, associated in different ways. So, this is so. a game that reminded me why I love games. Thank you, Fulbright. Minerva's <laughs> den to this. Pretty cool. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much. This was our podcast for Gone Home. You can catch us at emotivepixelspodcast.com or on our Facebook page. Some of the pictures of Nate lounging like a, a maniac will be there available <laughs> for you guys. So thank you so much. Later. Peace. Bye.